Era, era, two heels in a face. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. It is our yearly we've been doing this for what three years now chris right is this the third year it's 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 almost four yeah february uh two heels in a face turns four. Oh yes but in terms of the recap episode it is this is our third annual mm-hmm. third annual recap uh episode where we try to recap the year i mean we mostly talk about the things that we watch which is the chicago independent scene but there's a lot of good stuff in here a lot of good stuff to sink your teeth into usually with this up with these episodes and you can kind of recall you know what happened in this year fun fact it was 2020 and this is a super weird ass year so wrestling was slim there is a lot of tv stuff that happened not so much live uh stuff in our area but still we are not going to let that get us down we're not going to let that get our spirits down we're just going to drink we're going to have fun this is probably going to be a shit show it's not going to be organized we're not promising any of that but we are adding a new wrinkle this year which is our friends who are usually with us um, and usually hosting, uh, they kind of are still hosting a Twitch live stream, which is wrestling talking random with Hank and Nerd. How are you guys doing? What's up, guys? Thanks for uh, thanks for doing this again this year. It's very cool to do it again. It's a little different. We're not all together, but we are still together, right? Yeah, um, and yeah, I mean, we're 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 technically on your on your dime right here, so. Hopefully, uh, look at Kike is trying to join. Hopefully, we don't bury your stream. I think is is the goal. Hey man, bury bury the stream, <laughs> bury me, bury Kike for being late. You yeah. know, what's up, bro? Yeah, there's Kike. Kike's there's late. Kike. Yeah, I, I, I told you it's okay if he wasn't here because it's only people with podcasts. So, what's up, guys? Can you hear me? Kike, what's yeah, up, my brother? You're, you're, sh- here, you're bro. shouting. Oh my bad. No. Dude, I don't. I don't internet as much, so I had to download all the software and shit. The software. Hey, cheers, guys. <laughs> Saludos. Let's kick it off. You had to download LimeWire. There you go. See, so Richard, uh, how's it going? He, yeah, he's Richard's just like freshly off of, I'm sure, celebratory shots. He got employee of the month at month at uh Pro Wrestling Tees over there. Oh, the year. Oh, that was for real. Of the year. Yeah. Oh, look I at this! Earlier. Watch out, yeah, Scrum. Year. Oh, look at this guy. Congrats, bro. Yeah, oh, bro. Look at me. I mean, the past two episodes, I was among with Kike not having my podcast. And this year, you know, Kike's by himself not having a podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why are you coming for me, bro? Culture I would never say anything like that. Wow. And, Kike, um, you just joined and there's just like a one-two punch. Yeah, for also... <laughs> For real, real quick, for all you guys on uh, Twitch, I see we have five viewers so far. Maybe it's just us watching ourselves. Who knows? But if you're new <laughs> to the channel on Twitch, feel free to drop a follow. Say hello. We talk wrestling randomly. Literally, we never know what we're going to be on. So it's like a surprise. But we, uh, I'm Hank from uh, WTAR. You know, my partner, Incidental Nerd, is here. We're joined uh, tonight by our two friends from Two Heels in the Face. We got Charlie and compadre Chris. We got wow. the man, one half behind the the Culture Cast Pod, Richard, and uh, Pro Wrestling Tees Employee of the Year, NBD, and uh, Top Flight Security of Freelancer Wrestling, uh, K 
Kike in the house. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of, of the Kike cast, which is dropping in, in January 2021. The Kike Everybody Dies cast. Hey, bro, Kike cast sounds good to me. You can be under the wrestling talking randomness umbrella. Just just make sure you spell that the cast with a C. You don't want to ever be. Mm. Well, how, <laughs> you don't know, man. Cage, uh... Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. No, no, no. But yeah, That's man, it's, uh, like, like Charlie, like you said, it, it was a weird year. Uh, although I was very lucky to get in a lot of more than more than regular amounts of wrestling. I was able to tag along a lot with uh, at GCW. Uh, they became like a little yeah. second little home for me this weird wrestling year. Right. So really- hey, what? How was? Uh, uh, what did you? What did you? When the world went to hell, what did you start to watch? Were you? Did you gravitate to something on TV or like? How was your experience following along with GCW? Who were some of the more? I mean, they. I believe they did it safely. But they yeah, still found a way to run shows outside and things like that. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, for me, it, it was just at first it was like, all right, cool, man. You know, maybe we're gonna miss a month, uh, maybe two months. I really just like thought maybe three months of wrestling shows. Stupid me. Uh, so it wasn't that bad. It was, if, you know, I like to socially distance even when we're not supposed to. You know, I, I like, I like, I like kind of being on my own. So that wasn't bad, but. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, we still had the stuff on TV. It was that that was even I think that was like the biggest shock. Seeing the big companies, uh WWE on TV transitioning and figuring out a way to just still keep us entertained because right. I'm sure and I'm sure we'll get into it later on in the show, but like a lot of people will hate on WWE or AEW or whoever, but they still found a way to keep the show going and entertain us, whether you were entertained or not. Yeah. I mean, I won't gonna be as we mentioned before, <clears throat> excuse me, in all honesty, we don't have an agenda. So if there's something you want to get into it, I think go for it. Yeah. And yeah. So, uh, so, and just like tangent off because there's literally no agenda. So um, it, it is truly in a form wrestling talking randomness, but yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, people found a way around it. I thought I did turn into some GCW this year. It's like kind of one of those ones I always want to, but for some reason, I still gravitate to what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. So, but I um, I saw one of their outdoor shows, and it was the show with Kylie versus Cole Radrick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't. I think you might have been there in person doing the belt. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, 100. Yeah. yeah, it was 100 percent worth my time this year. Um, and it's usually always an option. Like I think they run like outside of a pandemic. I think they were doing two shows a month. Right. Maybe so. They are like quietly like the hardest working and like most underrated. Like they're 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 good. They're like a top indie, but I think in the grand scheme of wrestling, you know, if you if you're not gravitating towards like the stuff on WWE, like that is a really, really good substitute. I think. Yeah, I just yeah. I just tweeted out, I think maybe a few days ago where I was saying where I was just kind of talking about how you miss freelance and I just miss going to freelance shows. But then I, I literally was just tweeting, just a stream of consciousness, right? Just saying what was on my mind. But That's I what Twitter's think, for. Yeah, yeah. I, and I don't think GCW will ever is ever going to get like the kudos or the the thank you that it deserves, because not only just from the fans, but they kept people working, 
And sure. I don't know, I don't know all the details, but I know a lot of the details. And I know that GCW stood to lose a bunch of money from the collective being canceled in April. Like tens mm. of thousands of dollars for an independent promoter to lose that kind of money, you know? Yeah. Um, and so to be able to bounce back and say, fuck it, we're gonna keep going, we're gonna keep doing what we can the safest way possible. And I feel they did. Maybe I'm being biased because I was there. I was a small part of it. Right. But I, I just don't think they're going to get the kudos they do. And look at the careers they launched. I, I, if, if it's not for GCW, I don't think Alex Zane is in the WWE Performance Center right now. Ben Carter isn't in NXT Good point. UK. Good point. You know? mm-hmm. Like, uh-huh. look, look at Top Flight, you know, just. Right. Uh, just. So many people, man. Juicy Finau, who we, we had on the cast a few weeks ago, that dude's starting to blow up. It's just like they're putting people on the map. People got to put the work in, but GCW is giving them that platform for that next level. Well, yeah. and, and it's interesting because I think a lot of people looked at GCW as kind of a niche uh, like brand or, or company in wrestling because they were so into their the hardcore matches. And they continue with it. But because they they were managing to get shows on, they definitely got more eyes on their shows. Um, and then one of the things I wanted to trumpet GCW for was what was about a month ago they just did a show um, that was where was that Hank? That was at, at somebody's performance center, the empty arena. The, uh, Someone just pop a champagne bottle. That's what it sounded like. I, I thought maybe Omar was trying to get in. I was like, wait, no, 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 no notification. Sorry, continue, Darren. It sounded no, like someone they, was just popping bottles in the club. They uh, they literally did a show just for the locker room. I think it was called Future Stars of Wrestling. The, the Vegas show or the empty arena where they raised the money? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah, they raised, I, I think it was like 18000 It might have been more um for and it was just for the performers um you know like you know that all of us know personally know independent wrestlers and the hustles that they have to go through to continue to chase their dreams so uh having wrestling shut down in a in the way that it did this year affected so many people uh you know so I, I was really, uh, I, I thought it was so cool of them that they did that show and just strictly, that was all for the locker room. I yeah. Agree. That was, was that, sorry, when was that? Do you know? I was going to look up. I have cagematch.net up for GCP, uh, but it I was, don't. It was, it was weeks ago. It had okay. something with slime. It was like slime time. Slime or, season? Yeah. Slime, and it was uh, free on YouTube. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. Okay. That was the first. That was the first time live on YouTube, and it was yeah. a great show too. I uh, the uh, what was the main Hank? It was Leo Rush Leo versus, versus Blake Christian. Woo! Great match. Yeah. Uh, Leo for, Rush is doing some interesting things. In that series. Yeah. How do you guys? Um, you know, obviously a lot of the wrestling that that we watched or didn't watch, obviously was was through a streaming service. How do you guys feel about, or, or what was your take uh, on adjusting to watching these matches that we would normally go and see live over the internet now? If someone wants to pick it up. Man, I, I look at it like, if we can't be there, at least we could watch it on TV, man. 
Like we, I, it's funny because I was talking to Gringo yes last night. Um, because he, he put on He put on a show. Uh, I think with Rashard on Wednesday. Oh, that was, yeah. they did that fun house, right? Yeah, yeah. And he was asking me about like lights and and whatnot, and so he was picking my brain, and we're just going at it. And he's like, and we're just talking about wrestling. And we're like, man, dude, like, I fucking miss this, man. Like, even just watching the shit on TV is, I mean, if that's all I could get, like, I'll take it. You know what I mean? But, yeah, he's like, bro, he's like, you and he's like, you and the squad, man. He's like, man, I used to go hard, man. He's like, I can't imagine. Like, he's like, bro, I miss, I miss wrestling. Like, I can't imagine what, like, with you guys, you know, like, going to every show. I'm like, bro, I'm like, I miss this shit, man. <laughs> like, you know, like it's something that we that we look forward to, like every Friday night, or I'm sorry, uh, one Friday a month. You know, like yeah, we all go through our shit, like you know, Monday through Friday or whatever, going through work, and then we just want that that Friday night where we could just like be marks and just you know enjoy the show. But yeah, dude, like for these companies to like put on a show, you know, even like on Fight TV or you know on the IWT app, you know, like. Bro, it was I I appreciated it. Yeah, no, absolutely absolutely. Um anyone else have, have anything to say about that? I mean it was better than it was better than nothing for sure. So so it was definitely still a little bit of a tease. I mean, e- even I think being at the collective, the collective was like a nice um I don't know, like semi-substitute because we did see Hank and we got to like drinking we got we were drinking in the parking lot with pat and then like we had like other people join and it felt like after a show or before a show like around the bar and at at, like logan square auditorium so there's a little bit of like a nice substitute but still just not the exact same so yeah it's definitely very different uh you know it's been uh, definitely an adjustment right because some of the shows we're watching don't have fans or half the fans that they can have uh and then now it's like even just different, like, you know, n- not sending hate, but if I'm watching a show and I see little wrestlers like going into the crowd or they're bleeding, I'm like, why the fuck are you in the crowd? I'm like, please just, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I, now I think about these things more, you know, like right. I'm worried about the wrestler safety and worried about everybody's safety. Stop being an adult. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what see. the fuck, dude? <laughs> no, I, I know, I know. But uh, you were so cool pre-COVID. <laughs> yeah before you became a snitch i'm a cop caller bro i'm, I'm a narc i'm a narc now dude, bro. part of the cia just a wrestling narc yeah that, that's what i do now i go i go around calling cops on on wrestling shows that did your page get reported are you like on twitter still oh it might might i said i guess i tweeted out something wild and twitter's like yo we better relax it made me verify that i'm a real human and i don't know that's kind of weird for one time, Vince Russo like report reported one of my tweets, and like Twitter like made me reset my password and everything for some reason. Oh shit! Did they oh, email that- her like, bro, bro? <laughs> that, that's that's where I use my burner account, uh, Vlad Awoken. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, Chris, that's a good idea. Maybe in 2021 we should start like a fans of two heels and a face page like all the wrestlers have and just post pictures of us vainly 
Do you think we should be at home not doing nothing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we post it on our main account first, and then that fan account takes it from the main account and then posts it to that their fan account. So it just seems like we have a stalker fan. See, I was getting confused for a second. I thought Charlie was saying he was going to start an OnlyFans account. Right. I'm like, at what point do we get to the OnlyFans? <laughs> no, no. You know how when like a wrestler gets popular, then they make like a, a fans of page on Instagram where it's just like uh, they just repost everything that that person posts, kind of. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird. You know, <laughs> those are not not to not to name drop. Uh, you know, like the name somebody drop, did right? earlier, but. <laughs> You know, I started, I have a different Instagram account, uh, OGHank312, you know, on all socials. But I started one because I keep the other one private because just like family, I have pictures of my niece and nephew on there and it's still sure. stupid shit I post. But, you know, I don't post my niece and nephew on there. But um, I follow the C-Stars, Ashley, Vox, and Delmi. And I got some follow-backs from them, but then I looked, it wasn't them. It was like weird, like knockoff accounts. So I, I, I messaged Ashley. I was like, yo, like, hope you're doing well, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't mean to be a creep, but, and I, I took a screenshot. I'm like, someone's out there. They haven't posted anything bad, but keep an eye on it. They're supposed to be you and your sister. And she's like, yo, that's hella weird. And, but that's what made me think now, like wrestlers do their right. fans of page. And then, that's what I'm gonna make one for us, but it's gonna be me, and it's gonna look nice. like we're 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 popular enough to have stalkers. That's the yeah. plan. Like like the way Tyler started the, <laughs> the fans of Kylie Ray page. I'm kidding. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Like when Tyler started that. Yeah, that's Tyler basically. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I, I, I don't. I, I I'm joking. See, you guys it. didn't let Henry finish the story though. What story? Because it gets a little creepy after that. Because he asked Ashley to send some pics. <laughs> oh, no. not, not, not with her lovely partner. I don't want none of that smoke. Layla, I won't smoke a Layla. Uh, that's how it starts. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, but okay. So let's let's try to look, guys. I can't be the I can't be the moral compass and the voice of reason here. Let's try to get some semblance of order, right? So we usually break it down how the year started, right? So we started all started way back. What seems like three years ago at. Freelance Odyssey. Uh, does anybody remember? That show was this year, doesn't it? Like, holy fuck your brain out for a second. Wow. That's crazy. Sorry, and am I, I supposed I to think, swear? What was the main? Was that, was that Robert Hunter okay. and Kylie? I think Odyssey oh, was, was the one with Thunder That's Rose the and one. Jordan Grace, right? No, that was Game of Genders. No, 2020 was... We have it up. I have it up here. Hold on, I got the first two matches if you guys are interested. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I think it was Thunder Rosa and Jordan Grace was on that card, right? Hold, hold on, boys. I got you. January no. 10th, 2020 Freelance Odyssey. The pre-show was Jay Raves and Devon Monroe versus Trevor Outlaw and Riley Jackson. The winners were Jay, Ro- Jay Raves and Devon Monroe. Freelance Academy right there. Yeah, shout out to them. Main card, eight-man scramble. Winner faces the champ, Kylie Ray, in the main event that mm-hmm. same night. So I think Kobe Durst won. That was Kobe Durst, yep. yeah. Yeah, That's when Kobe Ram. did those uh had those uh that had that special gear. Oh yeah, Randy the Ram gear. Ram oh, hold on. Yeah. I was way more prepared than I thought. Project Monix. Oh man, rest in peace. You found another note on your phone, <laughs> a separate note. Well, the, the participants <laughs> were Project Monix, Kobe Durst, Kobe Lane with his big old bazooka, Dan Housen. Shout out to Dan Housen, who's making his pay-per-view debut tonight at Final Battle. Oh yeah, it's true. Mark Wheeler, Greg Iron, Atticus Kogar, who's made a hell of a name for himself this year. Uh, in 2020 mm-hmm. in acid jazz 
Right. And and my, my one note is Kobe Durst one. He's got new green Ram Jam gear. So, is that how you smell? You <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I only dabbed because the second match was Laney Luck versus Elena Black. Right. Laney won via the Unicutter. And those, that's something else. So you, oh, you had more <laughs> than you made it more way of the way through the show than we initially thought. Yeah, I mean, I was I was really gonna commit to this episode back in January, but you know. <laughs> That's more prep than Hank has ever done for wrestling talking. I think I think I planted maybe Inception when I was at your your house last year, nerd, and I bought Chris the book to take notes on. Yes, or maybe I just jinxed all of us. No, I, I think I think or something like well, I was like, well, how, how full is the book? I won't be ready this year. Like yeah, Chris. Yeah, Charlie and all his notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris. What, let's see how many pages are filled out in that. Book. I'm sure it's blank, dude. Like there's no <laughs> notes whatsoever. Uh, but I mean, what? I remember that the Kylie and Kobe match was like. Yeah, that, that, know, that was the match where like a two three months straight where she was whooping fucking ass like. Mm-hmm. Where she just kind of turned it up and it's like a she little like MD Kylie. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. That that stretch of I don't know how many months the, it was, but when she was facing uh, 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 ego and, uh, and 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 the Kobe match and everything, like I think that's what put her on the PWI 500. Like those matches, really, like first woman ever on the PWI 500, coming in at 77. 77, nice. Yeah, I know she was the first ranked woman, but um, but yeah, I mean, obviously Kylie won that match, and then she was attacked at the end of the night by Robert Eagle Anthony and Frank the Clown, which mm. was up for promo of the year at the IWTV Awards. Oh, oh those would be interesting. Oh, are those epic promo? Are that? those published anywhere? I feel like those would be interesting to. to yeah, and IWT. Uh, so they, I don't think it's the final votes have been tallied or the winners. Okay. Maybe nominations. Yeah, the nominations were, and if you went to the links, there was a lot of stuff. Like they had moments of the year, and one of the moments of the year was uh, Matt Tremont's retirement. Okay. Uh, and if you click, they shows you the whole thing, which was I thought was pretty cool. It you looks know, like voting is closed, but there is a link to vote, maybe at some point. Yeah. Interesting. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I think I found the link, so I can post it in the if this is twenty twenty. Yeah, it is. Okay, I'll post it in the Zoom chat so everyone can see. In our official, um, in our official uh, WTAR uh, IWTV account, you know, we watched. D-Ray, what's up, my dude? Dang, what time did you guys start? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, we started about a half hour ago, D-Ray. If, you, if you'd like to come on as a representative of Zello, let me know. I'll send you a link. Yeah, I mean, I think we can get a, a full battle royal going in here. Um, I mean, we can host up to 50 people, so. Damn. That'll be one lit episode. Everybody just talking over each other. I mean, that was yeah. still less than uh, than freelancers' battle royals. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, go, go ahead. ahead no, 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 I was going to say, in Wrestler of the Year nomination is Blake Christian, who who you talked about, Hank, as being a um, – well, sorry. I think he would fall in that category of people you said – that GCW brought to light and then Absolutely. everyone just kind of like latched on. And I don't want to say that got a piece of them, but everyone started using Blake Christian because he became that popular. 
and yeah. now he's like wrestled in Japan. He's one uh, of the. I, I would I would venture to say he's one of the hottest indie names out there now because, you know, all the rascals got taken up. Alex Zane got taken up. Dan Housen. I don't I don't know his contract with ROH, but I know ROH. When you're with ROH, you're usually just with ROH. Deppin is. I don't know Deppin's thing. So I mean. Yeah. Blake Blake is Blake is definitely up there nowadays. Yeah. So the wrestler of the year nominations were Lee Moriarty. Uh, John Wayne Murdoch, who I don't think I've seen a lot of this Me stuff. Um, Blake Christian, Warhorse, no surprise. AJ Gray, who wrestled like 27 matches oh, at the collective. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you guys think about AJ Gray this year? I love AJ. I'm a super big fan of Polar Knights. Epic cam setup. It is the perfect evolution of beards. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Polar Knights. Richard, do you got a beard going? Nah. No, I had to get a haircut, so I was like, "Cut, cut all of that off." I was gonna say, "Babyface is in the middle," but I see on the stream that me and Richard are not in the middle. In my screen, we are. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna move you guys around on my screen. I think to that's get... your boy, right, Omar? Well, it's gotta be. Yep. 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 Hey, yo, oh, is, is this? Oh, oh, we'll put putting our beard beard game to shame oh, here. Now, oh wow! Oh, hold on, hold on. What's going on everybody how you feeling what's up we were just talking about beards and i think you're the perfect person to join well i mean hey i had so many jokes about beards but they're inappropriate so i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna keep it pg right now let the protein kick in first okay well you can whatever but but ladies can save gas and ride a beard though if you really want to be serious ladies if you're watching (laughs) (laughs) just Interesting. Uh, Omar, it's nice to virtually meet you. Uh, yeah, Omar, nice to meet you, bro. Hey, what's going on? Nice man? to meet you guys. Definitely great to see you guys. Likewise, likewise. Happy, happy, happy Friday. Hope you guys are staying safe. Yeah. So for those of us just joining or listening in, Omar uh, just joined us, who is Richard's partner on the Culture Cast podcast. Right? Am I saying it right? I know that's yeah, right. That is correct. Yeah. What is if, if you had to summarize the Culture Cast into a Twitter bio? What, what's your your pitch? I mean, what's your elevator pitch for the culture cast, just so everyone knows and becomes a little bit more familiar with it? If they listen to it, what can they expect to hear? No doubt, man. For the culture, by the culture, we do it for the culture. And if you're not down with the culture, we just can't help you. Bringing you everything you need to know in the world of professional wrestling and other ish. Uh, I am the O. You should know Omar Kill Solomon, joined by my partner Worldwide Ray, because he's known all across the world, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> And it's a nice, unique look on wrestling. We, we keep it light. We keep it fun. Um, we're definitely promoting also, always the culture. But we're also talking about, you know, rest, wrestling with a different um, eye on, on the product. Oh, so sure. I think it's always always fun to watch, always fun to talk about. And we get some friends that join in, you know, some friends that are mainstream, some friends that are hardcore. It's always a good debate. Well, that's I great. I, I, like, I liked it. It felt natural, as I'm sure that's part of your opening. I have listened to a couple episodes, so. Um, the elevator pitch. Yeah. Honestly. See, this man's coming off the gym, drinking protein shakes, dropping elevator pitches like nothing. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Omar, I'm, like, I, I'm just like here drinking my Modelo and I'm like, right, yeah, I Modelo. gotta step up my game. <laughs> Omar Rashad, I have a specific question. I wanted to get your we excuse me. I'm just burping. I'm too many white claws. Um yeah, I'm professional. I wanted to get your get your thoughts on the For the Culture show that took place at the Collective. It's one that I think Chris and I regret 
at least missing because we came in that Saturday and it was like the midnight Friday show. So what did you guys think of that show? How did it make you feel? It was, I'm sure, a ton, a ton of emotions, but you guys have, have any uh, input on that show? Yeah, I saw it as groundbreaking for us because it was something that was definitely thought out and the fact that they let AJ Gray, you know, take over the show as far as booking the matches and booking the talent. That alone right there shows how much trust the wrestling world has in AJ Gray, uh, how much of a phenomenal uh, superstar he is and how much like how confident everyone sees him having like a major role, like in the future of indie wrestling. Yeah. I definitely agree. I definitely agree with uh, Rashard. It was a, I mean, just an amazing show. Um, and even I'll go even further uh, before for the culture, uh, there was a show that happened in August, uh, Black Wrestlers Matter, mm -hmm. uh, that we were that we were able to help out with as a pod. We were able to interview um, the homie, um, <laughs> my favorite. Um, we I call him Jossie. He's the frontman Jossie, and then also uh, Airwolf, and we also interviewed uh, Jocelyn Navarro. And of course, for those who don't know, Airwolf is now oh, yeah. on um, AEW. You know, so that was pretty dope. And then we actually met him at Warrior Wrestling and uh, rode down there with people. So, I mean, that was just an amazing show. Faye Jackson was on that show. Uh, ACH was on that show. Um, so, I mean, that was just great to have a kind of like a behind the scenes part of it. And then before the culture, it was just, uh, I mean, it was just everything, you know, that atmosphere. Um, if it wasn't COVID, I definitely would have went myself. Of course, it would have been last year during Mania, I mean, earlier during Mania, but still. Um, it was, it was dope, man. I love to see it. Inclusion matters. You know, it's always great to have a seat at the table. Yeah, I, I think you hit the nail on the head right there. Like, uh, inclusion, representation matters, bro. Like, uh, I, I saw, I, I was there. Yeah. I saw a bunch of little kids that were still awake at that time. And it's just, representation matters, man. It, it's little, little, little black and brown kids. And I don't want to get, like, so dramatic, but it's real. They see that, like, yo, these guys are out here kicking ass let's go like i can do this so you know it was definitely an emotional show like yeah because like that and effie's uh i just felt mm -hmm. like we're gonna be like the two biggest shows of the weekend they definitely were uh, mm -hmm. i get chills talking mm -hmm. about them because i feel lucky that i was able to be there so, yeah like, definitely. yeah it was i think it was cool to see once again i i i need to go back and watch for the culture and i think you guys both said some really good things about it um but it was, I think it was cool to, to see you. I think with Effie's Big Gay Brunch, you, it really felt like it was kind of being booked by him almost because, and I thought that was cool to see, like you said, Richard, like the wrestler put his own spin on it. And I think with Effie's thing too, because I'm just saying that because I saw that show, but like in the middle of it, in the middle of it, there was just drag randomly. There was just yeah. a drag uh, presentation. And I was just like, that just seems like a cool thing that like, a wrestler booking for the first time was just like, let's just do this in the middle of it. Let's put drag in the middle of it. And I thought that was cool to see because you can just tell that it was a wrestler doing it and it just wasn't the same cookie cutter show as yeah. like you would see. And um, it definitely had like it, their own spin. So I thought that was the coolest show. It was like branded for, for a lot, for those two groups specifically. But then like you saw a lot of the wrestler come through and the way the show was booked and presented. So Shout out to uh, Lee uh, Moriarty. I, what, that match against ACH and uh, for the culture was that was dope. That was phenomenal, dude. I mean, Lee didn't miss all weekend, bro. That was his. Uh, 
no pun intended, coming out party, you know, like if people didn't know who he was, like damn well knew who he was after that. And he only had Friday and Saturday because he was gone Saturday. Like he left immediately after his match with Isaiah on Saturday night. Uh, Lee, I mean, if we can get back to wrestling regularly this upcoming year, upcoming months, Lee's got. Yeah, I could definitely see Lee being a top guy once, nope. you know, everything gets back to normal. No doubt about it. He, yeah, he's up for wrestler of the year, as I mentioned. So, I mean, uh, there's even representation in that. There's two black wrestlers in wrestler of the year, and that's awesome. And they both, they both really deserve it. So. Well, look at, look at AJ Gray, you know, Noel, you mentioned uh, PWI. He was the top ranked independent wrestler. Not that who's not signed to a, to a company, you know, that's. Oh shit. Okay. You know, cool. like trust me, AJ let everyone know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's a very good follow on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, AJ definitely feeling himself, and but you know what, man, he, he he deserves it because he goes hard. He goes hard. He entered the death match uh, scene this year, uh, and he did really well in that too. I know he did, he got some death matches under his belt. I don't know. If, I feel like this is the first year he got into them, uh, but he. he I don't know. I think the dude's great. I think he can talk. And one of my favorite attributes in a wrestler is make it look real, make it look painful. And AJ looks like he's whooping ass in that ring every night. Yeah. With those lariats. We, a uh, funny story. We, Chris and I were up really late drinking seltzers, like outside of our hotel at the collective or like, there's like this little uh, garden terrace area. Yeah. And we were just sitting out there. It was still like pretty warm out. So we were like playing music and drinking. And then we were like, no, we started like getting so desperate. We were just like, like chatting, texting, like DMing anyone. We're just like, does anyone want to drink? And then I saw AJ Gray, I saw AJ Gray like across the way. And I was just like, I'm just going to go track him down. Like he's never met me before. Doesn't know who I am. I'm just going to try. I just went and tracked him down. And I think he was like lost. He was like wandering wandering around the hotel and he had a bunch of food and I was like hey what are you doing you want to come drink drink with us and he had just wrestled like 12 matches that day and he just straight out the straightest the coldest straightest just like no nah, no nah, man I'm good I'm good and he's just like taking his like carryouts with him to the hotel and I'm no just shit. like well you deserve it my friend you deserve a long night slumber but yeah that's my my well, probably one and only interaction with that man ever hopefully more but listen as we're talking about like breakouts and breakout you know like there, there's there's certain wrestlers that took advantage of of the pandemic and you know whatever whatever opportunities they got they they made the most out of it and it shows and one of those the the, the wrestlers that i want to talk about is thunder rosa like yeah. i mean year after year you just feel like she's there she's there she's about to break through and everybody's gonna know her and she kept doing that throughout this year as hard as that seemed you know, with with the uh, AEW giving her a spotlight, uh, you know, with the NWA title, um, you know, her running her promotion. And, you know, I, I don't know how I ended up in that email list where she emails like for like if you're looking for sponsored matches or whatever, like she's just innovating and trying to do the best she can to make sure that she stays on top of mind of everybody, everyone. And, you you know, no, I think you were the first one to say it. Like whenever you meet her, it's an experience. Right. And it's somebody that you don't forget meeting for the first time. And every time you would see her on on her social media or whenever she gets mentioned, it's that like even through COVID mask on or whatever social distance, you know, meet and greets. She's always making that an experience. 
She's and, not that hustle. We've been saying it yeah. for years and years. Mm-hmm. Like, like, uh, and and whatever company, and I, it appears that it's probably going to be AEW. Whatever company is willing to hand their women's division over to Thunder Rosa, is going to reap the benefits of her hustle. Like, no, no freaking doubt. Um, you know, I, I think every single person here has had an individual, at least, co- you know, conversation with, with her where it comes across immediately. She is just always on that hustle. She's always on her game. No doubt. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I just, quote unquote, saw her the other night on a busted open holiday party. They did it. <laughs> Uh, listening. Your other park, a podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, my other podcast. It's a it's a it's an international radio show, right? Put some respect on it, thank you. Uh, but yeah, she was on there, and uh, you know what's great is I've seen her personality, her interaction with that busted open nation, like they because they have their own podcast. They call it the the nation show. They call themselves. Mm-hmm. They're, they're pretty legit. They get a, they do stuff all the time. The guy Joe, he's on his hustle. Uh, they wanted me to be a part of it, but I, I was just like, w- it's way too serious. And you know, I got my own thing going. I know I me. Mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I introduced them uh, to Thunder Rose. I was at a, as her show, and I got her on the phone, and she called in on their show, and they're like, holy shit, you know they. As you, know, as you would, everybody marked out that Thunder Rosa from the NWA at the time was on their Discord call, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Holy shit!" But I can't talk tell about name dropping. Shit. Yeah, yeah, name dropping. <laughs> I can't tell how many people were like, "Holy shit!" She gave us time, and she provided her, and I was like, "Push, push your merch story." Like, and she's gonna do it regardless, right? But I can't tell how many people went and bought her shirt off of that, and she stayed in touch with people, and she's just phenomenal phenomenal with maximizing her time to a fans and making you feel like you like you're just not another fan did you get any royalties from that i wish i would have <laughs> so oh, i don't know like, i mean all i got had... was a mask that says busted open nation elite member and i refuse to ever wear it <laughs> <laughs> we had we had thunder rosa uh i think it's twice at, at this yeah. point on the podcast and um, I last time I, I heard a, a, an episode with Thunder Rosa was uh, the Chris Jericho podcast, and you know she, I mean, hey, whatever. I, it was Thunder Rosa, so I listened. No, 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 I know, and, I know, I'm messing around. And you know, like she shares like uh, every time she has something new to share to the audience, and and it just, I don't know, like every time I hear her, like there's just this like special connections that you 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 feel like she's talking to you, and that's how like I feel like she carries that, you know that snowball effect of just fans and people you know getting behind her so i, I don't know what 2021 is going to look for her but you know we usually talk <laughs> about like things to look out for in the upcoming year and i think definitely like i really think as we spoke in many years before about this is her year we're going to see her in different places with different goals and, and different achievement achievements uh um you know under her belt yeah, yeah i think i think uh with with the national attention that she can get from from appearing on AEW, um, she's gonna just she's gonna take the ball and run with that. Absolutely, man. There's uh, no no doubt in my mind about it. I mean, she's she's already doing so much. I mean, she's like so freaking busy, right? I mean, welcome to the Thunder Rosa fan club, guys. Uh, podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> she does she does the MMA. 
she does a lot of charity work helping in her own community uh she does podcasts she does the nwa stuff she does the stuff at aew dark she does the stuff with aew and she's still promoting her own brand always on her own hustle like she has her own promotion again and her own promotion yeah yeah so it's just like that lady is exclusively run by women isn't it yeah yeah what was that the promotion is exclusively run by women. Oh, I didn't know that. Mission Pro Wrestling? I think the only male involved is her husband. Oh, yeah, yeah that doesn't count. Like, nah, whatever, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> we know she's <laughs> lost behind the scenes. Yeah. So she's, ba- hear, basically, she's well, dope. Yo, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, I was saying she's dope. I hear a lot. My homie, uh, Trey D uh, from um, We Love Wrestling, um, knows her personally too, works with her a lot. And, all he does is speak so highly of her and just um he always said she's the one to watch that as you see like you guys mentioned been on dark nwa um aw i think if, if i'm aw i know she's on nwa but you don't let her leave out your building you, you gotta you keep her for 2021 and have big plans with her so yeah definitely i agree with everything you guys said yeah and it's like she's she's been such an integral part of so many things but still hasn't been the like i feel like and maybe an nwa a little bit because i think she did have that title but that was probably the that was probably it where it's like we're gonna make her a flag bearer and commit to her but i still think in all these different places she's touched she can still do so much more in them yeah she was very appreciative of of the opportunity that she got with nwa uh just because they allowed her to do her thing Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, and I think that's the, that's the most important thing about what, if you're going to work with Thunder Rosa, you get out of the way, you know, you don't tell her what to do because she's a pro already. She'll, she'll put asses in the seats. She'll get people watching your show. She's going to do the hustle for you. And she's going to perform in the ring every single time. So I've, I've never seen her have a bad match. I've never seen her. Like I've, I've, I've like on the side talked to her and she'd been like, Oh, I'm like really super tired, blah, blah, blah. And then she's at her merch table dancing like and just having the, like, like looks like she just like had eight Red Bulls, you know, like she's just always on her game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so was- if you see a, if you see a fan page on Instagram, it's you, know, you know, it's run by Hank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know about Thunder Rosa. You know she's not paying us to put her over. Uh, not? No, I mean I don't know. What you get checks anyway? Oh, man, I get mine. What if we do a little roundtable of uh maybe like moment that stuck out to you this year? I mean I know we're kind of limited in what happened, but yeah. I mean any any a high spot and a low spot maybe of 2020. Yeah, there's Ooh, literally good. there's literally no agenda like I said. So like yeah. if you have something to say. Just pick it up and run with it. I mean, I know Kike talks way too much, so he should probably just shut up at this point. But... Yeah, Kike, please. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got just, a guy. He's, he's just happy to be here. Oh, oh dear. Oh. I'm from the Turner Hall. <laughs> Crowd and all. Look at that. Hey, they're not socially distant, bro. Cancels out. <laughs> wow. Cancels. We, we can't hear you, d We can't hear you. Thank God First we got all our Zello Pro slander out of the way. Oh, really. Cancel Zello. <laughs> By the way, I, I'm so jealous of everyone drinking right now. Like I've been on a, 
on health kick. Ray knows on my little. I've lost like like fifty pounds since like July. Yeah. Since I've been working at, yeah. So I've been all trying. Right, to, right. But 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 uh, when I see a Modelo, every time you drink a Modelo, I, I get sad. I'm like, I want this. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. And I can have it. There's no issues. But I just really want it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it it off screen. <laughs> I'm gonna stick to my protein. Are, are you connected? Can we hear you? No. 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 Can you hear D Ray? Let, no. let me make sure I don't. Yeah, he's not muted. So, Kike, go ahead. Were, did you want to kick us off then? Uh, what was the question again? I'm sorry. Just a, maybe like a highlight and a low light of uh, 2020. Memorable moment of 2020. Uh, well, the moment um, I remember, you know, like working the door at Freelance. Like I saw, like little to nothing of the shows, you know. Uh, <laughs> having having uh, Josh Alexander pop out hello, hello. at that last show. Yeah, that's right. D. Ray, we can hear you. Go ahead. What? Hello? Oh, hey! 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 hey. Hello? We hear you. Yeah, too loud? Is that too loud? No, no, you're, no, you're, you're actually pretty you low. You probably go higher. I don't know what like Creed is. take have Creed take you higher. Can you take me? Higher? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, so D-Ray, you just joined us in a part where uh, we just put Thunder Rosa over to the moon. Yeah, uh, heard, yeah and, heavily. Okay, so you heard, and now we're basically just gonna do a little round table of uh Geeky gets to choose who he wants to go next. We're gonna put people on the spot like that. Oh, sure. And, Damn. Uh, just the highs and lows of 2020, any moments that stood out? Maybe you have a different perspective as a, you know, as, as a guy part of an organization. So, Kike, go ahead. So you were working yeah. the door. You had to turn were, people away. You were throwing people out, and you got – Oh, yeah. You got – Dropping elbows. I was throwing people out. almost got shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Josh Alexander comes out and saves the day. <laughs> oh, that was great, though, when he came out out of nowhere. Like nobody expected him to come out at, on that freelance show. Mm-mm. Like that was that was awesome. Yeah. Um, that was a huge pop. And then Lowe's and dude, I don't know, man. This whole I don't know about you guys, man, but I've been working like this whole pandemic. So like <laughs> I I don't know, man. Like I just been working like nonstop, but like Lowe's would be like just not going to shows, man. Not not hanging out with the squad, you know, not, not shooting shit. Like it's, it just sucks, man. Right. Right. I gotta, I gotta stop y'all for a second here. Uh, D-Ray, are you joining us live from the M3 toys warehouse? I am not. <laughs> this is D-Ray's headquarter of uh, Dragon Ball Z Funkos. Wow. Wow. That's a legit wall, not a picture. That's yes. amazing. Yeah. So you're just saying, if I'm saying, I was about to say, did you throw a, did you throw an M M three toys shot because I was in Nick's office, which is above M three toys? Did you get paid for that sponsorship ad? Yeah. If you can somehow figure out to be a little louder, that'd be fantastic. I could barely hear you. I don't know about them. Yeah, how about it's, this? It's pretty low. There, there you go. go. Yeah. Hey. Ray, you got a haircut. Rashad, I'm sorry. I just, I just I'm, I'm on my phone. I scrolled across. Man, Ray, you shining bright, my brother. I see you, <laughs> <laughs> my, my boy. Sorry. You got that new employer of the year haircut. <laughs> I literally just commented on that post while we were, while we were scrolling. All right, PK, who are you throwing it to? Uh, let me throw it to Chris. All right. 
um, before I took a swig of Amadello. Um, memorable moment, honestly, like the first moment that, you know, in chronological order is uh, that match that we just talked about a, a while ago, uh, Kyler versus Kobe, because I was at the balcony and uh, that's when I heard uh, Laney be like, Kylie could kill somebody and the Logan Square Auditorium will still cheer the shit out of, out, out of you know, out of Kylie. And that's that's yeah. so true. So and, and also just witnessing I, I never witnessed the Kylie entrance from the balcony. It was like Stone Cold Steve Austin in the Attitude Era. Like everybody gets up and cheers. Yeah. And, and that was a great sight to see. Yeah. But um, I think for me, it was uh, Cassandra, dude. Cassandra during that uh, the, yes. the collective, like just. What a legend, living legend. Yes, living legend. Just how majestic he walked through the, you know, through that area, you know, where there were chairs and people in between and, and his robe never like crumbled up and he had his match. He was slightly injured a, a little bit and still went out and did the, the clusterfuck. Like, and such a su- such a great person to talk to. Like, I, I got to talk to him briefly then. And, you know, I often kind of shy away from that if i don't know the wrestler that much i don't do that meet and greet stuff but i'm like i just i just have to i don't know when i'm gonna see cassandra again and it's somebody that i've known of you know forever so for me in that lucha culture like it was really important for me to just kind of say thank you to him and and what he's done for for you know for the not not just the, the the mexican culture but also like the the exotico uh you know, side of things where he just opened up so many doors, um, you know, having Ted talks like he, it goes beyond wrestling. Yeah. So Cassandra for me was, was somebody that, that stuck out, you know, uh, what do you talk know, about in this Ted talk? Talked about uh, he, Ted. Come on, get with it. Right. <laughs> his experiences with his adventures with Ted, a guy named Ted. <laughs> Oh, you guys. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, that was a legit question. Like, uh, no, I didn't yeah, know he, he shared his story and, okay. and how, you know, how hard it was, you know, for him to be himself, to portray the character that he wanted to portray in, in Lucha because there was no, no room for any of that. So he had to pretend to be somebody he was not. And as right. you know, you know, you are, you know, successful if you're yourself turn up to a thousand. So how can he do that when he can't be himself? Right. And, you know, even, yeah. you know, before that, just growing up in, in Juarez and in, in, in an area where none of that was accepted. Um, and he was, you know, being turned away by family and, and, and people close to him and he had to find his way. So motivational speaking type of uh, type of TED talk. Um, but just culturally, like me seeing him, you know, do his thing and know about him for so many years. Like that's who sticks out to me uh, during 2020 for during the collective very cool. Low point? Anything or? I mean, you can, it's, you know, it, it's easy to pick the low point of like, like, man, I, I miss going to Logan Square Auditorium. <laughs> like we, we had a run of, you know, with freelance, you know, four or five shows sold out capacity crowds. Um, and, and just, you know, one of the things that we've talked even to the, with the bank bros about freelance was, is the atmosphere is the atmosphere that makes that, show run we talked about it with kirby where we have a ridiculous uh halloween battle royal but it works because it's a freelance crowd um so you know like i i miss that i miss the the, the wrestling community you know mm-hmm. i do miss the wrestling you can watch the wrestling uh on tv and all these streaming services but i i miss the community yeah yeah 
Yeah, man, like going in there and just seeing everybody and just like hugging everybody, giving them, you know, like just like showing the shit about like, you know, Bryce with like him, you know, uh, going to going to Target to get pops, you know, and, you know, just having like small talk about, you know, just, just shooting the shit with everybody, man, you know, and yeah, dude, like even me. Even you. You <laughs> went to like one show like every year. Uh, 2020 was no different for Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> so, same old shit, just a different day. Away. You didn't even realize so much more sport going on still. <laughs> I live painfully. I live so close to Logan Square Auditorium now. Like, like It's like two blue line stops. Oh, like no. I, I, I really have no excuse unless I have something else planned to not go. That's wild, dude. All right, Chris, who are you throwing it to? All right, Richard, I'll take you in. Hot tag. Uh, All right, for me, like the biggest, what was the question again? Like the highest, right? What was your high of 2020 and your low of 2020? Uh, my high of 2020 actually has to be the summer of ego. And the ego I'll talk about is uh, Robert Anthony. Like his yeah. first showing up yeah. on AEW. Good call. Good call. Yeah. And AEW Dark, you know, that re- that reunion with uh, Moxley and Robert Anthony that many people didn't know about. Yeah. That was a very high uh, point for me to him, you know, showing up at uh, Warrior with Frank the Clown with the mysterious, like, who attacked Joey Janela right. segment that led to that insane spot that was on the goalpost that went viral, like, overnight. And then we go over to the collective with him getting a win that no one expected him to get and him becoming the new uh, freelance uh, legacy champion. Yeah, let's not overlook that. Yeah, that's a really – no, that's a a really uh, cool thing you, that you brought up is that um, we were able to kind of follow that along. And I think even when I'm like a f- – you there was maybe Nix's podcast or someone like uh my violet my violet tendencies or somewhere else where he was just kind of enjoying the ride and he had he was off because he's a teacher so it was just like like you said this it was a, a very eventful summer for him definitely yeah that was really cool and for lows i have like the usual lows which you know the family that i miss being around monthly at freelance excluding you charlie that's only there like <laughs> <laughs> once in a blue moon <laughs> yeah <laughs> you only miss me a quarter miss me just a quarter you could have like the holy shit moment of the year if you just showing up at a show <laughs> yeah <laughs> no wait <laughs> i'm trying to think of when i was on a streak like i made a was that like at the beginning of this year where i was hitting like a three show streak and i kept like playing it up it was a collective. You went to the Saturday show in the Sunday. No, 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 it was before. It was before. It was. It involved like a freelance underground show too. I saw you so. at that uh, Zello show. Um. Yeah. I forgot. Well, I forgot the card, man. Well, like we, if only we had someone who probably knows it on the sh- here. If, speaking of that, how about I give him the hot tag? Me? Oh, all right. Thanks. Uh, highest part of the year for me uh oof. you know what i don't really like to watch a lot of other companies just because i don't want to in, have inception like of storylines using other companies like storylines so like i tend not, not to watch it but mm-hmm. the highest part 
was just seeing the rise of Ben Ben Carter. Like I I predicted last year, and I told uh, Matt, let's get this kid booked, let's get him on a show, because this kid's gonna be a superstar. We had him booked, and the show got canceled. Oh and then, shit! And then we try to rebook him, and he he was booked up those dates. So we never got him on a show this year before he signed and and was no longer uh, able to. So watching Ben Carter just explode this year on all the shows that he could get booked on, which were a lot, and then seeing him on Impact, seeing him on AEW those couple of times, it's just like I knew like this kid was like top tier and he was going to make it, and he did. Like he's going to be doing like phenomenal work in NXT UK, I feel. How how did you uh, find just I'm curious how did you first find him? Um, about him. I had seen a video clip about him. I think okay. it was on Twitter and it was maybe like early early maybe um early January 2019 or even late December 2018. And then I went to his Instagram page and I started watching like all his little clips that he put put on there. Okay. And saw like how athletic he was and how much like flips and like skills like he had in the ring. Then I started watching more of his videos on YouTube and I was just like, guys, look at this kid. I think he's going to be awesome. Like we, we should get him like on a show soon. Cool. And then Lowe's is, of course, just just not being able to run shows. Yeah. Not being able to get get these stories out there that we want to do, get these matches that we want to have for you guys, you know, not being able to like do something for the city and do something for the community. That's, that's the, the biggest low of the year for us. I, I feel. Yeah. But next year we'll, we'll come back strong. And as soon as everything's okay to run, we're going to go full force. Hey, you I don't finally know. had uh, Alex Gracia on, so. Yeah, we finally had Alex. You got that monkey off your back. Yeah, we got that. I I was just kidding with um Matt for for like a a couple of weeks. I was just like, bro, like every time we booked Alex, there's something wrong with the show. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I don't want to say it, but she might be a jinx, man. Like she couldn't yeah. make the January show in in uh, Kansas City because of weather, then. The show we rebooked her on got canceled because of COVID restrictions. And then finally, right. when we had her in Milwaukee, uh, one of our HDMI cables wasn't working. So we had to hurry up and run and grab a new one oh, for yeah, the camera. Yeah. So so I think that could have <laughs> been a little bit of a jinx, but I'll take the, the broken HDMI cable over, over anything else. Um, I'm not sure. sure who else got to talk, but I think maybe Nerd didn't. So I'll hot tag him. Got that. Um... Wow. Uh, I feel a little out of depths here, guys, because uh, I didn't I, I like I honestly I can't remember too much about the early part of the year. And uh, when you guys are talking, it's bringing back memories here. But um, so I'm going to I'm going to focus on something that was a, a high point of, of the year. Um, not really independent, but and, and we've already talked about it. But high point for me is 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 uh, the fact that Thunder Rosa was on AEW. Um, and another thing that was a high point for me was the PWI being released and women being in, it being included in that list. Um, because, um, I, I mean, that's, 
it's only fair, um, when, especially when it comes to the independent wrestling scene. Because, you know, for years and years, uh, we've, we've dealt with on, on the, the WWE side, uh, you know, Vince McMahon is not the guy that he's never going to have cross-gender wrestling. He doesn't, he doesn't like it. Um, you know, he, oh, oh, it's, you know, he's going to hurt these girls, whatever it is that his problem is. Um, but we also had, you know, a world champion on impact in Tessa Blanchard. Uh, yeah. The first woman to ever hold uh, a, a major company's top title. Um, so maybe my answer isn't necessarily, you know, maybe it's all the, the, uh, the effects that women like kind of bursting through the glass ceiling a little bit in wrestling. Um, you know, their inclusion in PWI, um, seeing, seeing uh, uh, someone like Thunder Rosa finally uh, getting some national attention, Tessa Blanchard holding that title, um, all of that stuff just combined. Uh, I don't know if that's cheating or not, but that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, in uh, terms of a low point, I can, I can echo everything that you guys have been saying. Um, I mean, it's just good to see your faces. Uh, like just, it, it sucks. It absolutely sucks that, uh, we're not able to go to shows right now. Uh, but an additional low point for me, and, and I'm going to sound like a broken record cause we already talked about her as well, but our girl Kylie Ray retired again. Uh, that's definitely, definitely a low point for me in this year. Yeah. Um, and in terms of who I'm going to tag it off to, I'll take it off to my homie, Hank 312. Let, let me piggyback off the PWI really quick. Um, it was huge. I think a huge high point this year, seeing uh, women like Lainey, uh, Elena, Kylie all make it into the PWI top 100 women list yep. this year. I think that was just like a high for like all of us to see them like make this ride. In, yep. in the level uh, over the years to, to yeah. see them get on this list. And especially some, someone like Elena, who's only been doing this for maybe two years now. Sorry, 100%. 100%. Yeah, we've been talking, you know, like, I think, I think Hank, wasn't Elena your, your pick to click in 2020? She was. Um, and I think she, I mean, I think she certainly did. She capitalized on the opportunities that, that were given to her, but... I mean, you could pick her for 2021. You know what I'm saying? Like when things get back into full swing, because I know she's still putting in the work. Yeah. All right. So uh, for me, I, I should have been thinking about this stuff the whole time. Um, hi. <laughs> you know, you know what? Uh, Check your notes. Yeah. Come on, relax. Uh, I'm gonna go a little <laughs> different. One of the high notes for me. I mean, we obviously we talked about the collective. And the for the culture and Effie's uh, Effie's phenomenal for the culture phenomenal uh, definitely defining moments of the year. But I'm just gonna go um, on a product I actually don't watch much of AEW, but what I will talk about is Eddie Kingston showing up on AEW and just killing it with nice. promos. Man, the the King finally got his fucking time. He he him and Paul Heyman are maybe the only two people in all of wrestling when they talk. I shut up and listen. He makes everything sound real. Yeah. He, make, he makes me emotional when he talks because it's just like he's so he's so authentic in his words, and I believe what he's saying. I don't know if he's full of shit. I don't think he is, but I feel everything he says, man. All those promos, 
goosebumps. And to see him get the platform and then, uh, you know, him show up that one, that one night against Cody, uh, which literally made me go watch the show, made me click over when I saw on Twitter, yo, Kingston's on, Kingston's on. I said, fuck, got to go see this now. Uh, you know, uh, awesome, fantastic. Then seeing Twitter blow up, signed Kingston, signed Kingston. And he finally, you know, he, the 18 year struggle, what is it? He finally got signed to a major. 19 group. years. What, what, how many? Was it 19 years? 19? Wasn't that the big promo? Yeah. I, I, I don't, yeah, my, my, my facts are probably off, but yeah, dude, like, and then taking it back to remembering, um, that, I don't know how many people saw that promo he did maybe a year or two ago on Eagles Amigos talking about how he was ready to retire from wrestling until, you know, he, he, he was tired. He was ready to retire. And, and then his brother had a kid and his brother mm-hmm. was like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm going to need your help. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to teach him to be a good kid and Catholic or Christian or whatever. He's like, but I need you to teach him how to be a man and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, definitely. I got you, bro. Like it's his first nephew. And then, Eddie had been, like I said, talking about retiring, and he's like, "Well, one thing was, how am I going to tell his, how am I going to tell him his uncle's a quitter?" And Eddie talks about like that just ate up at him. And when they left, his brother slapped on the back. He's like, "Hey, good luck staying up all night thinking about that." <laughs> and <laughs> it's what kept Eddie going, like you know, wanting to, wanting to push through his family, push through for his nephew, and uh, which I can relate to because I mean, if you guys know me, you know I'm super close with my niece and nephew. And, you know, I just, I just related to see Eddie finally get that platform. What is that? Uh, something creepy crawly. Anyway, uh, <laughs> finally to get that platform, dude, and see other people, it resonated with other people. Super cool. And, and, and didn't he, like, before getting that uh, AEW opportunity, didn't he, like, sell his boots to just make up some income? Because of, yeah. obviously, COVID, like, yeah. you can't be wrestling anywhere. Yep, yep. So he, he had to sell some of, uh, you know, memorable shit for him. selling boots just to make mm-hmm. ends meet in life. And credit where credit is due. Credit to AEW giving people an opportunity, at the very least, a payday. You mm-hmm. know, uh, they put the war horse on there. Uh, Eddie, top flight, who, I mean big fan of them for a while now we were lucky to call a few of their matches uh so so that my high just to be a little different like i said for the culture effies is definitely up there uh some behind the scenes moments at effies i talked about on our on our collective recap uh are super high up there but honestly uh i think the eddie kingston stuff is like one of my favorite like i feel like he made it we made it you know and speaking of we made it Pat Monix returning to freelance at the beginning of the year was great. And then, you know, whatever. He had his blow-off match with Isaiah and then COVID happened. And but anyway, uh, my low points. Yeah. Obviously missing shows. Uh my low point is wrestling fans of Twitter. Uh, oh, <laughs> Wrestling fans of Twitter, you stole one of mine. Sorry, and I'm literally I can't tell how many times I see an argument of people breaking down the fucking quarter hours of ratings between NXT and AEW. It's just like shut the fuck up, you nerds. And I'm a nerd. (laughs) Like what? What you care about demographics now? Because Chris Jericho said it. Like shut up, bro. Like if you don't, if you don't, I'm if you don't like the product. 
Don't watch. Exactly. Yeah. AEW and WWE are going to be fine without you. I promise. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I hate wrestling Twitter, even though I love it. I know. But <laughs> wrestling, res- toxic Twitter wrestling fans are my low point of 2020. Yeah. There comes, there comes a time when you have a negative thought, right? It's like, do I want to tweet this negative thought out and ruin someone else's day and spread negativity? Or do I just want to say, well, maybe this just isn't for me and I'll go find something else. And there's there's like two different types of people that choose to do two different things. And and I've been guilty of it at times because sometimes I'm frustrated and, you know, but there's some people that make it their fucking daily stuff. Right. WWE sucks again. AEW sucks again. Whatever, bro. So it's crazy. I'm going to hit a hot type to Omar. Omar, you're in, bro. That's crazy. And just to piggyback on our fans real quick. It's like, bro, you have a choice. You can change the channel. Uh, you don't, like, yeah. you, you can actually can, you know, you can actually go outside and get some air. But anyways, um, I'm going to take a, a different approach in terms of highs and lows. And it's going to be the same high and same low, but just broken down differently. So my high of 2020 is actually 2020. Um the reason why I say 2020 is 2020 was a unique year. It was a challenging year, as we all know, but it was also a year that introduced a lot of new things that um, wrestling has been wanting for a long time and has actually challenged the status quo. You know, so I was happy to see in 2020 more inclusion backstage and in terms we talked about for the culture. We talked about Epi's uh, brunch, you know, the hiring of MVP, being an advocate uh, if you're going up to mainstream levels. You know, AJ Gray calling the show. Ray Jackson just uh, booked the show in New York, or I believe in New Jersey, uh, this past weekend. You know, so just you're seeing more inclusion backstage. You're seeing women pushed. Uh, you're seeing, you know, from the, um, the, the, it wasn't the Me Too movement, but what I forgot, I'm, the name is uh, Lee, drawing me a blank uh, for wrestling. Um, the, yeah, the speaking out movement, you know, you know, challenging those offenders and putting yeah. them to the task. And, and mind you, I'm a I work in education professionally, so I'm not always a big per- proponent of social media sometimes and trying to get your message across. But I think that was an effective way to get that. So 2020 just challenged the status quo, um, and it also made people think outside the box. So, for example, um, I look at Warrior Wrestling and how they did the outdoor uh, quad booking for the seats. Um, which also had one of my matches of the year with uh, the Rascals versus Zane uh, Carter. And um, who else was in that match? Was it Blake, Blake Christian? Blake Christian, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, just, it made really, it made people think outside the box, wrestling with no fans. If you go back to the mainstream, um, um, I think one of my funniest moments was when Triple H was on Raw and he actually did like 17 different jobs throughout that entire uh, episode. It was just corny, but it was also funny. Like, hey, I think it was also the day he got demoted too. So that was just unique. To see. So, <laughs> that, 2020 was unique, but also 2020, you know, just piggybacking on um, the lack of fandom. I mean, the lack of fans at the show. Like, I, I, I feel bad for some performers because I feel like some performers, um, no matter how athletic they are, no matter how great they are, they need that fan interaction to really get that true vibe in a match sometimes, especially um, – uh, like for example, I think of Orange Cassidy, and I love Orange Cassidy because um, you go back to Chicago Revolution, dope. But then you, you watch it now without the fans; it's not the same without that fan reaction to mm-hmm. his um, when he's uh, in the ring. 
Um, he's still a dope performer, a great character, but it's not. But we could tell it's not the same a little bit without the fans. Yeah. Um, and then definitely just um, the toxic culture. You know, it's um, you know people making threats. People. I mean, look, my hands are rated E, and I ain't got time to fight. But if folks want to, if you're fighting over the internet over wrestling, y'all gotta get a life, man. Get some. I was about to say get this. Um, <laughs> go, go go outside. You know, use whatever advice you may have to do, but it's not that serious. Um, if you love wrestling, and I love wrestling, and we all love wrestling. It's subjective. You like what you like, uh, but threatening performers, coming at performers, um, like I guess my favorite parts of Twitter is when people quote the tweets and the wrestlers just embarrassed like these sick people. Because I, I know who I don't want to follow, and I know who I don't want to. Um, uh, I know who I can just block and just get out of get out of our way because, like. I think uh, Hank said it like nobody cared about demos until Jericho said demo guy. Like nobody gives a fuck about a goddamn demo. Y'all weren't y'all. We talked about matches and we talked about wrestling. Now we're talking about demographics. Oh, here's the quarter rankings. See up oh, NXT still can't be dated. Gives a flying fuck. Okay, did you watch the show? Did you not watch the show? The basketball season. I'm trying to watch basketball too. Goddamn it. <laughs> so who cares about ratings? Just enjoy wrestling and. Hopefully we can all get back to shows in 2021 safely. All well said, bro. And, um, I will throw it over. Let's see who has not spoken. Is Charlie's the last guy, no? Yeah, I think Charlie's the last guy. Ooh. Charlie, you get the final hot tag. You're Roman Reigns, man. You're ahead of the table. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm so, I feel so honored and loved by all of you. Thank you. Um, uh, I think my I had a lot of time to think about this, so I should probably deliver. Um, I think my high was the, it was a couple things at the collective, right? Because it, like I said before, it, it felt like a slight return to normalcy. Um, it was sweet to, to, although it will never be recreated unless you're physically at the Logan square auditorium at a freelance wrestling show where the crowd is just packed and the vibe is there. It was sweet to it was sweet to have freelance represented in terms of the whole indie scene at the collective and to have their own show. Plus, like biasly and potentially selfishly, like Chris and I to sponsor that and to pay for someone's fee and to have our logo at the side of the ring where, where it's considered an indie. This is the indie mecca. Fans from all over different states who watch independent wrestling and who maybe go to their own shows that they like were here people from new york like we met people for we met one guy from new york that we chatted outside the building with um we met just a different bunch of different people and they got to they got to taste a little bit like i said it's not the same because it's not the venue's different they got to taste a little bit of what freelance delivers on a monthly basis outside of covid and and the same some of that same talent basically what Chicago can deliver. Cause some of that same talent is works for other promotions in the city. So that was just cool to be represented in that. This is like, like, cause we have so much pride in our people that wrestle locally and we have so much pride and like the squad has so much pride and the, the cheering section. Like, I just felt like, okay, like this is freelance. Thanks for enjoying it with us. Cause this is what we, we're, we're privileged and we're spoiled to, to experience this a lot. Um, and the low 
to me was oh fuck the low for a second back to the highs um (laughs) the two matches that actually made a crowd pop omar you were talking about orange cassidy being in front of a crowd the the the, there was two matches on spring break where the crowd felt like a normal packed crowd and the pops were there it felt normal so the two there was the orange cassidy versus ricky shane page match that had enough that had pops to make it feel like you were in the logan square auditorium with a packed crowd um even more and then it was janella versus ricky morton so those pops were those pops in a weird atmosphere made me feel like I was in the Logan Square packed shoulder to shoulder with all of you. Um, and the lows were, the lows, honestly, like I said, like not being able to do normal shows, but not that I don't go to any um, joke. Um, but <laughs> but honestly, it was kind of like uh, the canceled show posts. It was just like, we thought, cause we just didn't know the magnitude of all this. And then it was like, we can try to do it in different ways. And then it was like canceled shows and like just seeing those posts, it was like, ah, fuck, like we got to fucking wait. And now this is like getting real, really real. And then like we had our dip where we flattened the curve and then like shows started running again and then more canceled. So I think like specifically like the canceled show posts were lows because every time I see one of those, like I was just like, like I'm scrolling on Twitter and I'm just like, God, that sucks. So that's that specifically, but the highs were, being able to show the indie world what freelance can do. And uh, a lot of those spring break pops made me feel like I was back to normal. So the slight return to normalcy, even if it was an illusion, I think was really cool this year. I, I can agree. Um... And, and I think right oh. now, like we, we would have been at a freelance show. Like I put all the freelance shows in our ca- in my calendar and there was a freelance oh. show booked for today. Well, no way. Yeah. The freelance I, Friday. Yeah, I, yeah. I just looked it up and I'm like, yep, it's there. Freelance. Damn, dude. That's uh yeah. but going back to Charlie, what you said, man, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh that's why me personally, I, I'm forever thankful for EC uh EC GCW and Brett uh for allowing me to be like the smallest part of it because it, it let me just feel normal, man. It, it let me just yeah get out there in front in, in front of people. It just helps set up, helps uh, little stuff with shows. And I I didn't know how much I needed that until yeah. I was there. I mm-hmm. mean I, I I think you guys can speak to that like when you guys are at shows, but like like man like like I said I I I like being on my own. But wrestling really is my only social activity I choose to join, take part in. Right. I'll, I'll go by Knowles. I'll, I'll see like my close inner circle of friends. You know what I'm saying? But like, I, I love the squad. I, I love us all together making noise and stuff. You know, you guys are extended family. Uh, and you miss that. And I know we've all talked about it, but going to shows, um, even the ones that little show I, I was able to make here in Chicago, me and Kike went. It was nice to see Jack and Tick. And I, yeah. I, think, I think we even see Mark, uh, Marky yeah. Mark at one point, you know? <laughs> uh, it's, it's just, it was good to see those people again. It was good to talk shit to people. I remember me and Kiki, yeah. I think we were both wearing Kylie shirts and one of Jay, Jay Raves' friends was at the show and she's like, oh, Kylie, huh? She's like, well, Jay's going to win because they were facing off and we're like, yo, relax. So just to come <laughs> it, it was it was just really cool 
and forever appreciative of the shows who did it safely and in the right way. Kudos to Zello Pro. You guys did it right. You know, I I can attest to that. I I will never let anyone sully your good name because I was there. I saw it for myself. Um, So, yeah, man, uh, that's... And uh, I think Omar originally brought it up, or and Charlie said as well. What a pop for Orange Cassidy when he came out! Holy crap! Dude, it was gigantic. It yeah, was. I didn't even know he was going to be there. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> like I, lo- I lost my shit, man. So it was, it was a down year, but there were still good moments in it, man. Like, like yeah, Kylie Ray, MD Kylie at a GCW show. And hashtag good guy Kylie. She auctioned off that merch. Yeah. You know, it went for like 800 bucks, I think, and sent it to Nick Gage. Robert Ego Anthony, another good guy Ego, he auctioned off his Kylie Ray pants. I think it went for almost like a few hundred bucks, and he sent that to the uh, St. Jude's. Yeah. Oh, right. Dude, there's, 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 a, it was a bad year, and there's toxic fans, but there was still a lot of good that happened, man. That's true. Yeah. You got to really, you got to pull yourself out of those dark times and really find those moments. And even like going, leading up to the collective, I'm not going to lie. Like I wanted to do that trip with Chris and like hang out with Chris and do that. And, but there was times where I'm just like, do I really feel like doing this right now? Because I'm just so used to like not doing anything for months. And then once we were there, it was like totally completely worth it. And even like shout out to Zello Pro too, making us feel normal. They did have shows this year uh after march um and a lot of a lot of their stuff was a lot of fun like we waved to kike and henry from across the room so that was like a a a sample of normalcy and we got some cool vip seating section which we didn't even ask for which was nice yeah yeah guys okay it's super and it's super everywhere talking about 2020 and especially how we missed the connection but um Going into 2021, and hopefully, like, what is the first thing um, that you think you'll do at a show that's full of capacity, and hopefully by by the fall of 2021? Like, what is that first thing that you normally do at a wrestling show that you can't wait to do um, again once things are back to normal? Like, if it's that first real chant or uh, fuck this for everybody. guy, fuck this guy, fuck this guy. <laughs> I mean, I think we all want to boo GPA, right? It's got to be a Ric Flair woo. Hey, you know what? Woos are contagious. Like, like I said earlier, man. Like, just just seeing like all our friends at freelance, you know, just being at that one like freelance show and like, just you know, just I mean, we we talk to people like online and like you know on IG or you know on Messenger or whatever. But like, just to you know walk in there when we're like the ring's getting set up and we see all our friends and like, man, like it's more like uh. Do we shake? Do we pound? Do we hug? Like, <laughs> like what do we do? <laughs> you know, but yeah, man. It's just like I I honestly do, like I like I wanna know like how to react. Like even like th- that Zello show, like I was like I I think I told Hank like a couple of times, I was like, man, like this this feels like like I'm happy that I'm here, but it feels weird, man. Like, you know, like like I don't know, you know, just like just being there, like, you know, you go only, you know, was limited, you're like we're wearing a mask and like it's cool. Right. Like I respect it. Like, dude, I, I wear a mask at work 
all day, every day. Like, I, I fucking hate it, man. <laughs> you know? Bro, like, I take... Oh, PK hates Max, confirmed? Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, he's an anti-masker. Wow. But, but I wear it. I, I wear it. Like, I'm not going to be that one guy to be like, you know what? I'm not going to wear a mask. Like, nah, dude. Like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll wear it. I think Vlad's got a couple of shows he could go to. Where you don't have to <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you might have to drive into the middle of the state, but you can probably find yeah, it. No shit, right? <laughs> you can find Vlad at shows that don't hate freedom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's hilarious. No, man, but like, like oh, I was saying, man, like, you know. Like, I wouldn't know, like, how to react, like, at the first show, man. Just, like, seeing everybody, man, you know? Yeah. It's, like, fuck. Like, like I do miss it. Like, you know, you know, I, I kind of work, you know, like, behind the scenes or whatever. Like, you know, free, like, the show with you guys. Like, you know, like, with everybody. Like, this guy Kika here. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. No, man. But, like, you know, like, I see everybody before, like, you know. Like the show kicks on, like it's just, it's just weird, man. Like not seeing faces, not, not you know, not shooting the shit before the show, and yeah, yeah, man. The shooting the shit, like going to the bar and paying five, six dollars for a Modelo, which I still think is overpriced, but I think I miss those six dollar Modelos and just shooting the shit and just like, it's you lose track of time, and it's carefree and there's no agenda or you don't have to please anyone everyone's just there to have a good time hey guys charlie sorry to cut yeah. you off i got we got a guest joining us another Ooh. another guest coming Ooh. in hey. okay no you know, I, i'm done hello guest after, come on come on in after this guest joins at some point we have voicemails guys oh, oh shit oh. it's the godfather yeah. <laughs> wolf pack mate hey don't turn your back oh, on the wolf pack baby uh, James Camioni, freelance on the ground, freelance Godfather. What freshly married. Freshly married. Freshly married. Freshly married. Years already. But yes, congratulations to and the congratulations. What's up, James? How are you doing tonight? Do you hate us? Can you? <laughs> why, so you, excited why would you say why would you ask if i hate you oh i don't know because i like we were all excited Here, to see you but better? like you no sold it and we couldn't like i couldn't hear you i couldn't at least there I, i'll get the pops in the background instead of the flag i mean i'm red and black you i think you we talked about this but yes 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 we, yeah. we've talked about this before mm-hmm. so what's up dude how how have you been how's a married life uh, no different than it's been for the last <laughs> five years. <laughs> nice. What, uh, what's going to be our first freelance underground show name in 2021? <laughs> Who the hell knows? Don't call it a comeback. Back, <laughs> back. Presents don't call it a comeback. Back for the first time. I'm just making first albums at this point. Don't call it a comeback. Back for the first time. <laughs> what is, what's up with back this with top knot, Hank? Oh, my hair is just super long, <laughs> and then it got, it's, I just do it because you see how, like, my sides are all overgrown here, and my hair is all on my face, so I just do that right now. Cause you got that Joakim Noah uh, bun. Look at him. Hard hustle and muscle, baby. <laughs> Little I wasn't sure if that was a shadow or if that was no, actually no, part of your hair. Thing is, it's just, it's just him and Tommy Dreamer are trying to grow their buns out. Yeah. Oh, there <laughs> 
I thought I heard D Ray's voice. Did you not yeah, see him? I am here. This has party. just become a party. So okay, so let, if you can't see us all. We got Charlie and Chris from Two Heels. We got Richard and Omar from the Culture Cast podcast. We got Nerd, obviously. We got Kike and D Ray. Oh, uh, here, switch you to gallery set up on view. Speaker vote? Yeah, switch to there. We go. There we go. Hey. Now we hey. got. Everybody. He's excited. Look at him. Look how he's everyone. Hey. What the hell? What the hell's going on with Nerd? He looks sexy. What do you mean? <laughs> Wow, wow. Let's, it, it's it, he's got thickness on his face. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh man, baby. Let's do a let's do a freelance underground like a 2020 pretty. award show. He just called you he just called you thick, bro. D, you, D no, D said it perfectly. He looks like he looks like a mini Kirby. No. Oh, he does a little bit. I see <laughs> it. I see it. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's got the salt and pepper on the face the with the glasses. I'm working, I'm working <laughs> on it on the top too. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. So James, thanks for joining us. We we've all just been we've been chilling here for a, a little bit now. We did our highs and lows for 2020. Um I think that and then we just did you see look, look, look now it looks like a rat tail back here now and I'm distracted by it. Here as we get uh you know James acclimated, um I do have a couple of voicemails I want to play. Oh yeah, I forgot about Oh that. yeah. So that. um the real fan bro Tim who uh, I don't know if you guys know him, but you know we we've seen him plenty at plenty shows. Big on TikTok. Uh, is he? <laughs> is he? Bro, he posts wrestling clips and like he's got I think less oh, than like Oh, unicorns, bro. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, we need to send him to, to post some of our stuff. Back off, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, never mind. Hold on. Oh. Oh. I would say the moment of the year was when Steam came out on AEW on TNT for the first time. That was crazy. I marked out. So that's all I got to say. Have a good show tonight. Tag me in. Tag me in. I support Tag that 100%. Go ahead. Let, let, let's hear from Omar first. No, tag me. No. Where are the sting hey, marks at? When you're done, tag me. I, I second that. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. We are not about to live in the moment of nostalgia of Sting returning and put trumping that over Edge's return. Number one. Number two. I'm not about to put. I'm not about to mark in the moment of something that happened three weeks ago and say it was the moment of 2020 when Keith Lee won two belts. And 2020. That's number three. I mean, if it was in 2020, it counts. No, I'm just saying, but 2020, I'll take 2020 over the Sting return. Nothing against Sting. He's, a, he's, a, he's, an, he's an icon. He's old as fuck, but he's an icon. I'm never going to disrespect him. It's great to see him on TNT. You just disrespect him. him. The, the icon is just TNA gimmick. With, with all due respect. With all due respect. Uh, with all due respect. With all Sting's due respect. old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Sting, um, but keep that same energy. I, I said this on the. I, I was talking to Jay, a friend of ours, and just going back to wrestling fans. Goldberg's coming back probably soon. Um, keep that. Even though, look, I don't want to see go. Nobody wants to fucking see Goldberg back, and nobody wants to see him wrestle. Nobody wants to fucking see Sting wrestle either. Keep that I, same I energy. Do. I do. Why, Why do you, do you want to see Sting wrestle? He, he wants to stay with the goatee. Like, oh, Where's your little Sting wrestling buddy, James? 
More right, power over to here. Him. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see you wrestle Sting. Uh, Thanks. Uh, now, Sting give, him Sting. Sting. give him a single flash. Give him a single there's only so much. There's only so much you can do. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. Now I, I can. Now we're we talking about James or Sting. Up. There's a little bit of truth. Yeah. No, listen. All respect to Sting. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Though. That is dope as hell. That's also, that's also thirty year old Sting. I'm a Stinger fan. Sting. I love the Surfer Sting. I loved NWO and Wolfpack Sting. Hated Joker Sting. What the fuck was that? I love Joker Sting. Know, I love Joker Sting. I, Joker I still, Sting was dope. I still don't understand his WrestleMania entrance, uh, why, but whatever. Dude, the dude's a legend, just like The Undertaker. I don't want to see any more of him. I don't need to know who Mark Calloway is. I don't need to see Sting anymore. Mark Calloway was just with Dave Chappelle in a picture on the internet, by the way. (laughs) He's living his best life. He's probably high as hell in that picture. But he's living his best life right now. It's Mark Calloway. He's taking advantage of everything he could do. Word. <laughs> I just, I just agree with Tim. Uh, Tim's our, our promoted to our number one fan of the podcast, and, <laughs> and yeah, that that's, all, that's all. I got, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> but no, no. Hey, you're a great fan. I'm, uh, subscribe to the Culture Cast. I'll send you a T-shirt. I disagree with you though, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> T-shirt, sure. <laughs> All right. Another legend. If you're gonna, I will put the Undertaker's retirement over Sting's return. Oh, I like it, James. Mm. Are those stickers? What are those? Uh, that is a how many figures? It's six figures. It's a six oh, the, figure thing. Okay. The evolution oh. of Sting. Oh shit! That's Which, cool. Here, well, what a mark! Look. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah, what a mark! Look at that. See, yeah, see that thing right there. Leave it. Leave the camera right there. No, do, do, that, do you see it though? Don't even come back to James. Just leave it on the it. Oh, it's it's. Is there a hole? Signed. No, oh, it's signed. Okay. Oh wow, that's. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Oddly signed. enough, the then... box did not come with those holes beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are James specials. Hey, is that your name, James? That's yeah. yeah. It's made out of wood. Congrats! <laughs> <laughs> Who made it? What? Who made that? The sewer uh, kit. I don't know. I bought it. Oh, nice. You should have said nice you made it home. I got, I got it. I got it when I was like 10, 12, and it's kind of just traveled wherever I've uh, nice. I've gone. Lived? Pretty much. Oh man! Have I'm, you? I'm just spinning around in my room. Did you see the uh, picture that Warhurst tweeted out where he set up his own Sting nativity scene? And yes. There's. Did you see that that weird, um, like humanoid action figure where it's like it's like a scorpion body with a stink face? Yeah, that's a WWE figure. That shit creeped the creeped me out. <laughs> I do not like it. Bumpa, you got any more voicemails? Uh, I do. It's it's a, a little bit of a lengthy one. It has two parts. What? I don't know who the caller is. I texted him back to say, "Hey, let me know who you Ooh, are." Mystery caller. Mystery caller, but. Ooh. Bad enough two heels in the face, NWTAR. So, oh, let's see. Interesting. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, just wanted to call in, first time caller, long time listener for uh, both the shows. Want to say Merry Christmas to you guys uh, and Happy New Year. Uh, my, my question here is, guys, <laughs> Friday 
It's a new episode in the season finale. The Mandalorian came out. How do you guys better hide your face? Was during during their Mandalorian. Uh, do you think she'll end up in future episodes in season three? Uh, as, as a Mandalorian again. Oh, spoilers! I haven't watched it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh spoilers! Out. Oh, fucking uh, asshole! Like her performance was strong. It was great. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode there. Uh, also, wrap up on the the the, the year of two thousand and twenty uh, for wrestling here, indie wrestling here in Chicago. Uh, <laughs> it was it was great. It was great. Uh, I felt uh, good. Lots of stars were produced in the short time. I'm very positive to see the progression of some new new up and comers coming out of the the, the 2020, like Roderick, uh, Cole Roderick. That guy, I, I feel like he's got a high upside. I feel also like uh, the return to Golly for uh, Nerd Nerd and uh, Hank is going to be great once uh, Carlos gets the English streaming going again. <laughs> so feel like. <laughs> a very productive year in uh, 2021. Uh, let me know what you guys think and uh, go Bears. <laughs> Holy shit. So, hey, who is I that? I know who that is. Okay. No, no, I don't is. No, 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 no. That is, that is Valentino. No, that's the team from Itasca. <laughs> who is that? I know who that, is that? I know that voice anywhere. That's Pete from Itasca. Oh, from my God. In the Kaplan radio show. Oh my god! Holy fuck, that was good. <laughs> oh, there's this, yeah. there's well, this guy that that does what was the first question. I'm, I'm confused. Something <laughs> about Mandalorian, and he went from that to that I don't good. know. There's this guy who calls into this Bears podcast I listen to and does that voice, and his name is Bob Dabrowski. His his uh, name, quote unquote, and I thought that was him. I thought Bob Dabrowski. No, was no, no, no. That definitely that that was Peter G. From uh, Itasca, Illinois. That, that was fantastic. What a holy fuck! Good wrestling fan he is. <laughs> no, no, man, no Mandalorian talk because I have not watched the finale yet. So let's just hold yeah. that. No, I haven't I either. What a what a dickhead that guy was. I, I had to take my it. headphones off. <laughs> but he talked. But he talked about Sasha Banks, which is not in the finale. I don't think, at least. I don't know. I just got I just got done watching it, but I'm not gonna spoil anything. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Unlike that, unlike that jerk that just uh, left a voicemail. Fucking Peter G. That from Peter G. That Peter G. guy. Holy He's fuck! He's a huge that fan of Golly, though. Apparently. Is that <laughs> big fan? <laughs> <laughs> Even bigger fan of Carlos in specific. <laughs> Carlos he's in Itasca, so obviously he makes all the shows. Exactly, perfect. Maybe he's maybe he are the, uh, is he living in Itasca these days? What we don't even know. They they uh they move around. Oh, Wooddale, it's Wooddale. Peter G from Wooddale. Oh, Virginia, that just made my night. That voice. Mm-hmm. I, I see. Uh, Compadre Chris took a quick little break, so maybe that was it for the emails. Uh, I mean voicemails. I don't know. But James, I'm gonna pick on you since not really pick on you, but I'm gonna yeah, let's grill James. Since since you yeah. just since you just came in, um, D Ray gave us a little insight to his side, you know, as a as a partner at Zello. I mean, obviously, 2020 ruined your all your plans. Of 2020. Well, and it, oh, it ruined all the local plans. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. And 
it sprung up uh, amazing opportunity not locally. So I can't, I can't, I can't necessarily complain. You know, if you won't say I will, you know, it was a freelance, freelance underground show, but honestly, the brains and everything behind it, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna put James on the pedestal. You know, he ran that show. He did all the stuff for the show at the collective though. We're not in Chicago anymore. I know freelance got a lot of the love, but, and it's no disrespect to anybody else. But James was at the center of it on the ground uh, running the show. So kudos kudos to Underground and yourself for doing that. Well, thank you. It was a, a stressful ass weekend. <laughs> I don't know what we had I'm going to do a little clapping reaction. Yeah, there you go. On Zoom. No, I mean. I, he's I, back. I, 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 I think there's a few times <laughs> that you wanted to kill me in two juice, which I. Uh, yes. Oh, man. More, yeah. more two juice, though. More two juice. If you guys could have seen the His death wife. Story, it would give us so many times. It was so worth it. Well, that's because I thought that's because I had a room with two juice. So, you hey, want to tell them about, you, tell them about you, what happened when you came to pick me up the next morning? I, I heard about this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I heard about. This. It was like your, Hank had fun. Your, which is Lady of the Night, Hank? Yes. <laughs> that fires my- wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah. She was about 67 years old. So, you know, these guys text me because they sit on the other Indiana's side. Indiana's finest. They sit, they sit on the uh, other side of the motel from me because, you know, we're classy. We had a motel. Um, and mind you, I was next door to the Impact Tag Team Champions, the North. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, and the Roach. And the Roach. Ethan Page, not a big Name fan. Name drop. Name drop. Hey, I'm, you know, Kike set the tone. Now I had to do it. But wow. oh, when so, doesn't Kike name Kike. drop? Kike, everybody, Kike, Kike's got tons of friends. Okay, so no, let's focus back on you, James. Nobody wants to hear about me anymore. I've talked a lot. What I know, you were a little hesitant to run, get, be part of the collective, especially in Florida. I don't think you were ever going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he says, hell no. So what um, what was influence to tag not tagging along but first of all working every fucking show and <laughs> your own show <laughs> working every show uh, that was the original plan from the beginning was e- even when it was still in Tampa we uh, Brett Lauderdale had hired us on to basically run one of the three venues. Uh, at the Tampa Collective, and all we, uh, all I was supposed to do was basically make sure that whoever was running in the ballroom portion, everything was set. If they had any questions, answer the questions on behalf of Brett. Um, get them whatever they needed, uh, or find somebody to get them whatever to whatever they needed, and then it turned into. Hey, so since Indianapolis is so close to Chicago, I mean, it's less than three hours away. Uh, would you be interested in doing a show? Uh, at first, I was like, hell no. Because <laughs> I knew the financial burden was going to fall basically on me at the time. Right. And it, it monetarily, doing something like that, and giving it an authentic show as to what the company is about, 
there's no money. There would be no money to be made. And then he had spoke with um, Nick about possibly running a joint show with us, which then definitely enticed offer half the financial burdens off me. And um, it would be both companies represented, which freelance definitely does book more of the talent that you would see at the collective versus what we do. We try to, we always try to book the people that are kind of on the, the rise versus the bigger, the, the name people that you'll see on impact or sure. AEW or something like that. And then something happened where it just became my show to run. essentially yeah i mean it it basically was 2020 happened and it just all fell in my lap to now not only work at 11 shows from 9 10 o'clock in the morning until 2 3 o'clock in the morning but to actually physically run one and then not only run one start late and still try to end early mm-hmm. enough to where uh, we could get back to the hotel and get more than two hours of sleep. That sucked. Did that answer anything that you asked? Maybe. I don't even know what I asked. <laughs> how did it happen? Is what you asked. Oh, yeah, there it goes. Yeah, how did it come to happen? So when is the um, Zello freelance underground invasion angle going to happen? Uh, the Halloween survival? <laughs> if, D, if dj danger racist is uh is booking it sure sure i got a perfect angle chico. no you don't it's surrounded around chico wait hold on i want to hear this I, I don't have it all fully yet but whatever happens it's gotta be around chico because it's gotta be chico wrestles at underground and D-Ray comes out like, what the hell are you doing? You're our ref. Get the hell over here. And then James comes out. He's like, no, that's our guy. What do you mean? We're using him to his full potential. And it goes from there. And then Chico becomes the biggest star in Chicago wrestling history. I love it. Boom. Boom. There we go. Perfect. Book. Money. Boom. Easy. <laughs> All day. Winnie Pooh. You guys need any more booking ideas? Just hit my line. So here we go, Hank. Here, here we go. Here we go. We'll, elev- we'll elevate it here. here Chico go. becomes our first champion. Let's go. Mm. Invades Freelance Underground. Oh. Oh. Does the Kenny Omega angle there? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You're his Don Callis. Exactly. Don Callis. Oh. <laughs> that, makes me, that makes me Tony Khan. Think- and then yeah. he changes <laughs> Hold on, I'm Tony Khan. Dude, Joseph Shivani. It's Shivani. Here we go. Good old we go Chico somehow ends up facing GPA, and it's the Itasca screwjob where I ring the bell, and Chico's a double champ. Yes! <laughs> the Itasca screwjob. Ring the bell. Ring the bell, Hank. Ring the bell. <laughs> So talking about Itasca, we got some inside scoop last last show where uh Bader Brow, not Bader Brow, RIP Bader Brow, um Church Street might be expanding their their location, so things might be looking a little brighter. Hopefully, uh, definitely not not 
not a rumor. It, it definitely happened. They expanded. Uh, they basically took over the whole building. So I thought we where... were at the whole building. <laughs> no. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> now they have everything from the the like lawn area all the way in the back up into the front offices. So they have the entire building. I mean, they not, they've knocked out walls. They've installed new taps. Uh, they have a big entertainment area now, which is unbelievable. They're allowing us to kind of have some creative freedom uh, when we start running again there. Cool. So now uh, they have space to showcase everything that you guys break. Yeah, it, you can park on the lawn. You, you'll be able to... You'll, <laughs> You'll be able to sit on all three sides of the four, maybe four sides, but definitely three sides of the ring. Nice. Um, spread out more, more bathrooms. Um, oh, yeah. More and it'll be, it'll be walled off where people, if you don't pay for a ticket, you're not seeing shit. Um, they're going to have all their own sound stuff, which is amazing for oh, me. Oh, damn. <laughs> that is. Uh, 2020 we talked about 2020 blessings it was a bit crazy but 2020 blessings and i mean and yeah we you know with the expansion for church street and um, just real quick carla saying that she's watching us and kike please stay awake (laughs) 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 go ahead brother oh drink a bang or something man yeah I know all about Bang now. We just recently interviewed the Bang Bros, and we must have talked about energy drinks for like half of that podcast. So, could someone get Kike a pillow? (laughs) (laughs) I've been hanging with Peck. That boy, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Nice post work, Bleezy. Hey, Kike is baby Peck, so it's legal. In 30 seconds, you guys break down. Could y'all break down the Bang Bros for me in 30 seconds? Because when I hear Bang Bros, I think of three things. One, I think of uh, trap music and drill music. Correct. Uh, Everything's correct. Want, Everything you hear you is correct. Bang Bros. <laughs> um, I also think of the Bang Bros. Um, your bookmarks. <laughs> you know, on that uh, adult-only uh, tab on your phone, private mode. And I also think of um, Bang Bros, which is that private tab on your uh, phone that you uh, yeah. go to. Well, so James, you got a lot of you and Tuju's got a lot of high praise in our last podcast. Really, um, the Bang Bros paid, are who paid them? <laughs> no one. Um, they said that at Freelance Underground, they get uh, more creative freedom and they get to work better matches. We try. Uh, <laughs> we try. Um, Damn, you're, you're getting oh, in control. Like no, with no, Pro. Offense to, no offense to anyone else. <laughs> no, no offense to anyone else. No, build. <laughs> no I, I mean, I, I get where they're coming from as far. And I'm assuming that they're just comparing us with, with freelance and, you know, yeah. freelance, <laughs> freelance is a company that you, ex, you're expecting to see a certain level and, and the, the younger rookie guys got to work their way up versus us where we want to help those rookie guys out. That's, that was one of the main reasons why, we started to be under the freelance banner was to kind of assist the freelance school with giving them opportunities to work. Right. So no, I'm, I'm shocked <laughs> that, that yeah. they, uh, that they said good things about me at least. Well, Omar, so they're <laughs> new young tag team. They, 
I think are still working on their gimmick. Oh, but right Kiko's now, dead, bro. Kiko, uh, Kiko uh, Kiko's dead. <laughs> he faded oh, away. Oh, oh he's just uh, really sorry. Want to get a little something, something. They're, hey, they're, I think they, there's still a ton of growth the for them to do. They're oh. still kind of fleshing out their gimmick. But right now, their gimmick is based off of Davey Bang. And uh, yeah, they're the Bang Bros. So the, the, the name kind of... It doesn't really explain them. It's more of a, it's kind of a play off of what you're thinking of. Um, if but... you want to meet the president, you got to go through the bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> but Davey Bank does drink a ton of bangs, and August was drinking one on the call when we interviewed him. So they live the gimmick 100%. They're authentic. Right on, right on. Um, bang let me mm-hmm. Let me interject here. Uh, we're at about the, an hour and 50 minute mark in the interest of the listener who goes back to listen to this. Do we want to do a, like kind of start to wrap it up, do a little round table of our picks for 2021, maybe our, our p- p- potential picks. Do we want to do picks? We can do that. I mean, that'll probably take us cause there's so many people here. That'll probably take us a bit. Yeah. So I'm good with that. I mean, I'm good. Go over our, our picks from last year and then give us our new picks. How about that? That's so I forgot my cheers. picks from last year. So. D-Ray, that's a good that's a good drink you got there. I mean, yep. I can kick it off. I remember my picks, and I have new picks. Okay. All right. So, uh, and D-Ray James, feel free to feel free to add to it. I mean, I know you guys are a little different position as promoters, so I don't know if that's a conflict of interest for you guys. I don't know. Feel free to speak your mind or don't. But anyway, uh, last year my picks were Elena Black and Joe Alonzo. Your boy. That's my boy. I love Joe Alonzo. He's just a fucking idiot sometimes. So Elena had a hell of a year regardless of the 2020 pandemic. She made a name for herself. Debuted in many companies, more high profile matches with GCW. She was putting in the work. She's been on AEW Dark a few times, right? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Once. She had a death match. She had, it, it, she's been on dark two or three times. Yeah. Oh. And then she's been in the crowd. Yeah. So. Uh, Thanks for that insight, Chris. <laughs> just, just saying, pointing it that's out why, there, you know. That's why we keep him on. That's why we no, keep no, no, him she's on. Been... Right oh, Al- oh, Elena, Elena, Elena definitely did me justice in, in picking her. Uh, you know, shout out to me. Uh, and then Joe Alonzo. Egomaniac. Joe had, Joe had a really strong first half of the year before COVID really shut stuff down. He had a lot of fun promos. He had a lot of hell, hella funny promos with his, with his Nana, Nona, Nana, whatever he want. He calls her his grandma, basically. Uh, he was on dark and then he wasn't anymore. Uh, but then COVID hit. So now he's starting to get do shows again. So he, he, he did what he did. What, what's the face for James? I'm looking at uh, Richard. Richard. And it, are you in Matt Nix's office? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I mean, the honest thing is, we're actually having a, a holiday party, so I'm actually here at the store, and I asked that's, Nick, like, "That's oh, a marvelous, hey, that's a marvelous office." office Nick, Nick texted me back and said he's been drinking. LOL. Oh no worries. Oh, I oh only have I only had like one beer, but I did smoke a lot today. There you go. Hey. So, uh, very my, office. my male, my male pick, uh, is going to be Cole Radrick. I think he's gonna, he's gonna pop this year. I think he's going to be 
around a, a lot more. I th- I was I was gonna go with Blake Christian, but I feel like that's cheating because I feel like he's a a layup, like that's a gimme. So I'm gonna go with Cole, Big Swole Cole, and for my female talent, you just said Big Swole, <laughs> Big Swole Cole, and female talent. I'm going to go with, and I, I don't even, right now, her name is escaping me. Sky Blue? Sky, Sky, uh, Becky? Sky, what's her name? Sky Blue. Sky Blue, yeah, I got it right the first time. Mm-hmm. So I think she's going to do a lot more on the independent scene, especially locally, if uh, given the opportunity. So Cole Radrick and Sky Blue. All right. Um. Anyone else ready to go next? No, nope, no one. It's over. It's done. Show's over. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Show, guys. Big, big time. Big time. Hank just ended the show. Oh, did he? <laughs> I ended my side. Look, I'm gonna mute my mic so I can't talk anymore. Bye bye. It's end show. I'm about to get out of here too, but so I might as well just jump in real quick and give you quick my uh, folks. Go for it, yeah. Looking forward to in 2021. Also, it's been great to join you guys. I listen, I love your work. So continue uh, the great things. Continue to stay safe. Continue to stay safe. um, And watch anime. One Piece is amazing. Anyways, here we go. (laughs) Um, I would say I have three technically that I'm looking forward to. One personally is a good friend of mine I went to college with. He just moved back to Florida, so he's back on the independent scene in Florida. His name is Jake St. Patrick. Um, he did a few shows up in Chicagoland area, uh, but he's in Florida now, back home, moved his family out there. Um, he texts me often. He's, I forgot. I can't I, I can't remember what Samoan he's training with right now, but he's training with a Samoan, and that's always a good thing. Um, yeah. So just, just personally, because I know him since college, um, since undergrad, we both uh, – Cross different fraternities, but during the same year, we're super close. So, um, so I've seen his drive forever. So I just want him to have a good year now. He's in Florida, and you know, Florida doesn't believe in anything, so he can still do whatever he wants. Um, uh, I will say, Suk uh, they actually faced against each other. Suk Duncanton, even though he's a member of the uh, team, uh, the wholesome squad, awesome. the wholesome wholesome gang, yep, yep. Um, and I'm a, I'm a member of the creep squad. So it's Rashad. Awesome and, for life. We uh no, we we creep game and yeah. But uh <laughs> Well the guys that's all the time we have and <laughs> um, so uh Jay Gargle with all due respect anyways uh, I love her. Um I will say they went they went against each other, Trisha Dora and uh and Shook Dunkerton. Uh I, I think they can have a great twenty twenty one. Um I think um we saw Sugar on Raw Underground. You saw him on AW as Pineapple Pete, you know, and then he's uh, been back on the Indies doing his thing. And he's a great, great talker, great promo. So I think the sky's the limit for him. And then Trisha Dora, I believe she's the first Pan African champion, um, world, excuse me, the Pan African World and Sport champion. Um, and she's uh, just going to continue to grow. So um, I would love to see her on Impact. I think she'd be dope on Impact. Uh, so those would be my my picks to click for 20. 21. Hang on. Right. Ignore. Oh, Ignore. Put him on speaker. What's up? Omar, thanks for joining us, bro. If, uh, if you're, if you yeah, guys, no, you're, you. you're, you're on speakerphone on, uh, you're live with, uh, Wrestling Talking Randomness. Did you forget the name of the show? Oh, with Big Time yes. Hank. Big Time Hank. 
your your buddies from Two Heels and a Face. Does he, does he, want, a, does he want an invite? KK falling asleep on this motherfucker and D-Ray. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm still – dude, I'm so, – so Jay's at the bottom of the It's a podcast, bro. What podcast are you on? I, I'm with uh, – <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? He's on, he's it's, on it's, two, it's two heels in culture it's two heels in a face. It's two heels in a face. It's WTAR. It's their first one they've had in a year and a half. <laughs> It's just, a, it's just a cluster of us. Thanks and for they, not paying attention, James. And and Kike Kike's falling asleep. <laughs> Richard Wait, Richard stole your kid's office to use while getting Wait, high. And then fucking and then motherfucking DAF and Ray. Wait, is a podcast or it's like I'm- oh my god, this oh, old guy can't oh, figure it out. I'm How old is he? Jesus, he's calling from a landline. I'm sure he is. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Two juice. They said actually it was Chris. He said that you're calling from a landline, so you just don't understand. I don't even have a landline. I haven't had a landline in fucking forever. What do you mean? You call collect. Why is this? <laughs> oh god. No, it definitely wasn't a collect call. It's <laughs> Bob. We had a baby. Landlines boy. don't exist. What? what are you talking about? What'd you say? I said landlines don't exist. What are you talking about? How many margaritas has he had? For real, bro. Uh, <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, Charlie asked how many dollaritas you've had because you're sounding like you're drunk. Uh, zero. I don't believe it. with a question that. mark. Hey. He said, "Yeah, you did. You ended your statement with a question mark." <laughs> James, tell us what happened to Paradise. Ask two juices they're doing their they're doing their year end review podcasting that they always do and my phone just died so i'm gonna have to call you back <laughs> finally <laughs> fuck i've been trying to get this phone to die for the last four hours <laughs> thanks for your and contribution of course it's when two juice, juice calls <laughs> okay so omar he picked uh josh Shador. john st patrick and Trisha Dora and Shug D. Yes. What's your names? James St. Mm-hmm. Patrick? I know St. Patrick. I apologize for forgetting the name. Uh, so who else, who, who wants to pick it up from there? Uh, let me take it so my shit doesn't get taken. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I went last with the other one. God Charlie, damn it. Charlie, thinks, Charlie thinks that 2021 is going to be for Sting as a male wrestler. Yep. He's going to uh, attend two shows a year instead of one. <laughs> um, I was on a streak for a little bit. So. You, really, you went to like three in a row. Still a streak. Still a streak. <laughs> That's why uh, I'm during thing. the collective because he couldn't go anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, and I went to the collective, so that was a lot. Yeah, of collective doesn't count. And why does it not count? Because you had no choice but to go to all of the shows that you were down there to go to. <laughs> I could have drank in the parking lot. and, and oh, we, you, you could have. You're absolutely correct. You could have just right. stayed in the parking lot with Peck. And we skipped like half of one show to go get Wendy's because we needed it. So I could have done that. Many I, wish I, I wish I could have skipped one show. I mean, you had catering. so. Oh, what? My subway <laughs> from the Bang Bros? <laughs> Speaking of the Bang Bros, they're my pick for 2021. I set you up. I set, you set you up. me early. up. You're welcome. Ironically, um, 
but I want to sh- give a shout out to Freelance Underground and Zello Pro. I don't, we don't play favorites here, too, those in the face. But honestly, for giving them time and matches. Well, you just uh, that, cost that them a booking. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll bounce back. They'll bounce back. Um, and yeah, go- Golly's going to book them. <laughs> my, 20, my 2020 pick was she now she had a, a bout with COVID, but she's healthy. It was Blair Onyx. I'm going to repeat her because I think her gimmick is awesome. Like the photos she posts on Instagram are the cre- some of the creepiest, coolest shit I think I've seen in a little bit. So I love her dedication to the gimmick. And I'm going to say her in 2021. And also want to give like a special shout out to Heather Monroe as well. Every time I see her perform, I feel like she does really well. And I don't see her perform enough, I don't think. I know she's Cali-based. But I guess I've never had like a bad experience watching her. So that's just one that comes to mind as well that I'd like to see more wink, wink to the promoters on the call. Um, but yeah, so Bang Bros, Blair Onyx, I'll say Heather Monroe as well. Blair Onyx having the comeback year because I picked her last year. She's still fucking great. She battled COVID. We all couldn't wrestle. And I think she's going to come back even stronger. So that's mine. Kike, wake up. <laughs> bro. Hey, Kike, I'm a voucher, bro. You've been awake the entire time, bro. Hey, exactly. Do you, you even know what time it is? Hit you. Modelo uh, time. 941. 9.41, you old fuck. Stop falling asleep. <laughs> anyway. All right, so, Charlie, who are your picks? Blair Onyx. Blair Onyx. Blair Onyx, Heather Monroe, and the Bang Bros. And I'm falling asleep. It's, right, Hank's, it's not Hank's ahead. pick, so Hank don't give a shit. I'll send them to you, bro. I'll, eat, I'll fax you. Thanks, man. Tag someone in. All right, who wants James? You go. That, why me? I. It's not fair for me to pick. Because oh, I want to call on you. It's not fair. No. <laughs> not me. I'm not picking. All right, so someone unrelated to your promotion. Kike. Go, Kike. Yeah, Kino, get Kike before he passes out. Billy Starks. Nice. Good pick. Yeah, that was, that was one of my picks. And uh, Christian Blake. I mean, the, like the, the kid's good, man. Really? Christian Blake is good? Like Christian. Who the fuck is Christian Blake? Hey, I'm, bro, I'm like four beers in, bro. Fuck you. God, four <laughs> beers. Be- Go take some fucking Adderall or something. Wake the fuck up. Hey, I got yeah, a riddling guy. You know what, guy? Christian Blake, that's a new one. I, uh, yeah, he's going to break out of the scene because I've never heard of him. Yep. He's in the multiverse. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Those are good. Okay. Check someone, Kike. Who were your picks last year? Uh, D-Ray. It's not fair for D-Ray to do this, but I'm interested why, to see if he it, will. Why is it not fair for promoters to do this? Because... Other companies could just, push them, not necessarily ours or yours, but they could be other companies. So, so my 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 female pick was gonna be Sky Blue because I think she's gonna she's gonna pop off. She's got that charisma and baby face um, force behind her, kind of similar to Kylie. So I feel like people are gonna attract to her um, because of that. And plus, she's really talented in the ring. And everyone who works her just 
puts her over nonstop. So this girl's going to get booked everywhere. But since Hank picked her, I'm going to pick Queen Aminata. Um, I think she was chained, trained, I think, one, I want to say by the Dudleys. And she's, 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 yeah, she's a newer girl. She's maybe been in, I want to say, like two years. And she's just really good. She hasn't really had any like big key matches yet, but I, I expect like this year, like, or next year in 2021, she will have like some good, like, outstanding matches that people will be talking about. Can you repeat that name, please? Queen Aminata. Queen Aminata. She's, uh, she's Cleveland based. Okay, Cleveland based or Lima, um, Ohio. She she does a lot of work for War. Okay. War Ohio. And then what is it good for? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Booking <laughs> Queen uh, Amanada. <laughs> and then my my male talent that I'm gonna pick is I'm gonna pick Sage Phillips, uh, Cole Raderick's tag team partner. He's awesome. Uh, he doesn't get as much limelight as Cole, but I feel like he is just as good. Uh, very technical, very like sound in the ring, and like he's he's got talent. James and I think stage. like I think with like a couple key matches, like cool. like I said with Queen Aminata, he'll be like talked about just as much as Cole. Nice, nice. I like that. Tag someone. Uh, tag nerd. Uh, anyways, so this has been wrestling talking random. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen a freaking show. I haven't been able to go to a wow, show. Wow, dude. Who went to more wow. shows this year? Ooh. Who went to wow. more shows this year? <laughs> wow. Insane. I can't. I don't. I, I, honestly, I'm going to. I'm, I'm, I, I don't have picks because there are people that have already like anybody that I could that I could mention or it's. There are the people that are that have already made, they're starting to make it. I don't really have a an up and comer that I can uh, boost with my name at the moment, uh, if you if you will. If you will, I said it just for James so I can see his face, and it was worth it. <laughs> that's that's honestly that's what I miss. I think most about is boost having <laughs> boost with his name not having james and two in to recap their shows and just singing outlandish shit just so i can see the reaction i think it's something i miss absolutely <laughs> all right so nerd no sold us <laughs> who else is left uh i guess i gotta go um but i mean I, I don't know i mean the only name that comes to mind because again the the limited stuff that i watched is and I think I, I've mentioned this before. The the standout for me at the collective new name that I didn't know. One of them was Billy Starks, and then uh, Layla Hirsch. Oh yeah, good pick, dude. Right. Good pick. So you know, ba- based on the work that I've seen, you know, like I I would love to see more of them. Uh, but if I'm digging deep into you know our Chicago roots, I'm like, uh, Lady Luck was in a good trajectory to 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 get launched into the next step, you know, during this, you know, latter half of 2020. Uh, so hopefully 2021 kind of gives that, you know, to to Lainey. Um, when we think about male talent, um, I, I don't know what up and comer would there be. Uh, you know, I, obviously, Charlie mentioned the Bang Bros, but. I think about like Ethan Page and all the work that he's been putting into his character. Like he's been around for a while. 
uh, you know, YouTube channel, workouts, you know, body guy, um, you know, karate man, um, you know, so all these like things are just, you know, coming to him. And I don't know, like, I know he's playing off his whole, like, is he going to stay with impact or not? Uh, we shall see, but you know, I, I really became, you know, over the years, like every year, like I'm, I'm a bigger and bigger fan of, of Ethan page. Um, so I, I guess those will be the, the, the three that I'm looking forward to seeing more of and, and what the future holds for them. Okay. Yep. I'm here to close it out. Um, to piggyback off of Chris for the women's side, I definitely see, uh, Lenny Luck getting that extra push in 2021, because like he said before the pandemic and everything happened, like Lenny Luck was one of the few people that were, you know, up and on the horizon. Double champ. Double champ. And as far as, uh, men go, uh, I'll have to, since okay. we're talking about uh, Lenny Luck, I'll have to go with everyone's favorite heel, GPA. Okay. Okay. Like, he's one person that I see that's a true, like, natural heel. He doesn't need to do, like, stupid stuff in the ring to get, like, cheap heat. Like, just his appearance alone makes us, you know, turn around and flip him off. And all he's doing is just sitting there smiling and waving at us and, you know, taking it in. And like the more he loves it, the more that we hate him. And that's that true, like natural heel stuff, not, you know, doing something dumb like stumping a coat or like some cheap ass disc. Like GPA has it naturally, you know. Okay, sir. Right on. James, you wanna I've actually been trying to think. All right. <clears throat> go go off go off the cusp here. Go ahead. All right, I think uh, I think Valentino is gonna be my male guy for this year. Okay, and two, I heard he's pretty good. I heard he's coming back. Yeah. No. Um, God, I really don't know. Here, I'll give you. I'll give you a few more seconds. I actually did think of somebody. Okay. Oh, okay, nerd. JC Smalls. <laughs> no, that guy's a fucking chump. Caleb Crack and JC Smalls. <laughs> Caleb Crack. <laughs> tag team tag, of the year. Tag team of the year. <laughs> Oh, baby. <laughs> uh, it, in, in all honesty, about Caleb Crack. In all honesty, we had him on our. We had him. Uh, we we had a, a talk with him a few uh, weeks ago. But a uh, uh, big juicy for for, for now. Um, I think I, he's got a, a bright future for himself. Yeah, I think Enrique's bedtime too is making a comeback. <laughs> I don't. I don't see where this is coming from, Kike. I haven't caught you snoozing. I got your back. Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I think he's just got he's got like heavy lids and he's trying to pay attention. So it kind of looks like he's about You look to like me in history class. Oh, so like all right. So so nerd is at the bottom of the fucking screen. So I'm watching him talk and that's <laughs> why I was your eyes go down. Angle. He's looking down at his camera. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. These, these amateurs don't understand how the biz works, <laughs> Tell them, tell them, Hank. <laughs> I thought D-Ray did a good job of, uh, um, you know, saying some names that we wouldn't have thought of. So I think it's the pressure's on James to come up with some really good names considering he's constantly scouting talent. James, who would you like to see do well in the in the 2021? Ding. Uh, okay. Here. Hey, hey, I, I really – fuck no. Um, male wrestler that I would like to see do really well. Besides Ding. Uh, 
besides Sting is uh, hmm. I would like to see more of Shane Mercer. Okay, that's going. Okay. I mean, the yeah. guy fucking is unreal in the ring. And he he's got to he's got to break out eventually. I mean, he's been getting a lot of opportunity with GCW, and that's awesome. Uh, but it, it's got to be the twenty twenty one has to be his breakout year. It's starting to I feel just retired today. KTB. I I don't know. I I mean, the only reason I know anything about KTB possibly stepping away is because of you. Right. Okay. So, but I I would like to see Shane Mercer break out a lot more. Um, and then as far as female talent that I think that's really going to break out, I'm going to go at Roxy. Good pick. You see good picks, man. Who is, who uh, is she? Roxy started training when she was like 15 or 16 years old with Booker T, I believe. Okay. And she just turned 18 or 19. And I think now that she's above that uh, age threshold, I think a lot a lot more places once everything turns around is really going to start to notice her and she's going to blow the fuck up. Cool. You can there. tell the, you can tell that was great. You can tell the promoters have a little bit more uh, broader horizon, got their eye on a lot more talent. And I think you guys came up with some, some stuff you wouldn't like, you couldn't predict, so to speak a little bit. So I suppose great. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you can agree with me once, James. I agree with you a lot, I think. <laughs> Guys will always have Sting. You'll always have Sting. Always that, have that's sting. Our, uh, we're, we're brothers in paint, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. PK, I'm, I'm upset you didn't pick your girl, uh, Danny J, the mean girl. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> No, she's video. fucking killing it fucking AEW. So I've heard. No kidding. But uh, but yeah, awesome, awesome. I mean, no one else decided to or remembered who their picks last year were except for me. No, Blair uh, Onyx was my pick. Where my year. pick was uh was Roxy and uh, Alex Gracia from last yeah. year. Yeah, Gracia popped on the scene. Oh yeah, so you jinxed her because she couldn't get booked for Zella for all that time. So it was on you, Kiki. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Put the jinx on her. Hey, man. Oh, the bad you son, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, I think we all had higher, like, we, we hope for uh, yeah. a, a more longevity on on Monix, on, on Candy Elliott. Uh, you know, obviously, everybody was behind Kylie, but, you know, not all those names are just, you know, locked in our hearts of, you know, freelance wrestling fandom. Um, so you know, there's there's new talents that are there. You know, I'm looking forward to to getting to know like names that I hadn't heard of before. So you know, hopefully, as long as we have some sort of normalcy back in 2021, we're gonna get to experience you know more wrestling, more wrestlers, and you know keep this community alive. Which is you know as we talked about, like I think this is what makes us come back every single month. Yeah, everyone can't wait to get back. Good summary. I can't wait to get back into a Chicago land area wrestling show crowd with all our homies. So that's that's my one wish for 2021. I hope that uh, I mean, this is no one specifically. I just hope that more promoters 
uh, once the reins are loosened a little, are are able to, you know, run shows in a safe manner, in a cost-effective manner as well. Obviously, yes, I know. Jim. That's that's the reason why we opted not to do anything in the Chicagoland area mm-hmm. and limit ourselves to fifty people. No, it, I, it, it's I get that your your fans your fans that are coming to your shows are accustomed to a certain level of talent and a certain level of show and 50 people isn't are unfortunately 50 people just won't pay for that at least on our end 50 people won't pay for that level of, of yeah. a show i'm sure it's been and, tough and and downgrading our show just to run a show we in, at least for us is is just bad business well said, I think. I don't know. Everyone's got to do what they got to do, yeah. Oh, the hell? All right. Well, I think we're, we're coming to, to the end of, of this multicast, broadcasted podcast. Extra large buffet. Megacast. I'm glad we had Megacast. some extra. I'm glad. Thanks for stopping by, extra dudes who weren't originally planned, but glad you're here. Extra guys. dudes. Extra dudes. <laughs> extra dudes. <laughs> the extras. The pleasure was all yours. <laughs> it's, great. it's great to see was, James' cheerful, bright, positive spirit. I, I always enjoy it. Has anybody been, uh, during this entire thing, been told by their significant other that they need to find an outlet because they're driving them nuts? Um, no, I've been playing a lot of D&D, so that's my outlet. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, James? Good evening, bro. Oh, it's just me then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> only, only I'm getting yelled at to go but, find something to do because I'm driving her nuts. Awesome. But I did. We did have to. We did have to move a bed out of the second bedroom and put a desk in it so I can have an area to like shout and do podcasts in. I needed like I got my own space, creative workspace now, basically. So. Yeah, I mean, and yell at the bears. Come on, Trubisky! <laughs> Bum. I do that oh, in the that frustration. If you follow my personal Twitter, you can see what's going through my head during the games. I don't recommend it, but all right. Well, who wants to bring us home? Well, we 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 you know you could we could send us home, uh, Hank. Uh, this is the WTR Twitch stream. Go ahead, nerd. Thank you for hoping, us hosting us. So go ahead, send us home. Uh, before you do so, uh, you know, as far as two heels and face goes, again, thank you for for hosting us, you guys. Uh, thanks for everyone joining here. Uh, you can follow us at Two Heels and a Face on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's Two Heels and a Face, number Two Heels and a Face. We have a website, twoheelsandaface.com. Mm-hmm. You can find all our episodes. Um, Charlie, I don't know if you want to let them know where they can find the episodes. I mean, it's on all podcast platforms. Um, yeah. Make sure you hashtag Viva La Chico. Hashtag Viva La Chico. <laughs> Viva La Chico. That's our closing. Has that replaced Push Paco? That replaced Push Paco in the meantime. Paco, in the meantime, until you know, yeah. until the, that push starts coming back. Because <laughs> Paco did get a push, and then they took it away from him, and now we are they trying to push you, Chico. They gave you what you wanted to shut you the hell up. Right. So now I'm looking at. A couple different promoters to push Chico, so we're gonna keep hashtagging people with Chico. So you're talking about Kike and Richard, right? Take us home, yes. nerd. <laughs>
So, guys, this has been a joint production of Wrestling Talk and Randomness and uh, Two Hills and a Face podcast. Uh, A a year in review, guests being uh, Richard, Kike, we had a surprise of James and Uh, D-Ray. Shout out to Omar for joining us earlier. Uh, It's been a good time. Hopefully, 2021 has some brighter days for us where we can come back and convene as a wrestling family once again. And instead of getting dirty looks from James over a camera, I can get them actually in person. Live. That would be love. So uh, I second that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, just thanks for joining us, guys. It's been a pleasure. Everybody have a great night, and uh, we'll talk to y'all soon. Yep. Talk to WTAR, you know, uh, in another year and a half.